Hey everybody, it is episode 199 of PodQuest. 199! It is Wednesday, June 20th, 2018, and I am Chris. With me is Druton. Hello. Walnut. Yeah, I'm here. And we're back after uh, spending a long time last week talking about E3. Yeah, quite a long yep. time. That Electronic um, Entertainment Expo... Sure, has a lot of stuff in it. Yeah. There there are th- some things there. It goes on for a long time now. Like yep. it, it is actually almost a week long. Mm-hmm. And I mean, really, give it like another year, and it'll probably start the Wednesday before. And just actually, every company is going to do their own press conference the week leading up to E3. Oh, yeah. So like next year, Ubisoft's going to jump to Friday, and then the year after that, Sony's going to jump to Thursday. Pretty soon, they're going to have the press conferences two weeks beforehand, and then the conference. Like, because they're going to keep trying to start earlier and earlier, so that they don't have to uh, um, compete with each other. I guess. Well, that's what I was just saying. Like, they're just well, going to—they're going to spread it out. It's going to be one conference a day, leading up to the well, Tuesday that that the show floor opens. Yeah, but then, like Nintendo, since they don't want to have to like go after everybody, they'll release theirs. Day before the first one would go, and so then eventually it'll just be two weeks before E3 will be the conferences, and then E3 will be two weeks later. Honestly, with the way Nintendo seems to not give any fucks about E3, I think they're just going to leave it on was, Tuesday because they have it pre-scheduled. I was just saying a name. I didn't actually mean Nintendo legitimately. No, I I, I realize that. I'm just saying, like, Nintendo just seems to not care anymore about yeah, they, E3. They don't care about E3. I don't think they've really cared about E3 since they stopped having a conference. No, they definitely did for like, for, like, those first, like, two years where they were doing, like, the goofy skits and had puppets and stuff. Um, since then, though, they just seem to not care. And I feel like they, they already have their YouTube video, like, scheduled to go live at, you know, whatever, 10 a.m. or something mm. like that. On the day of the on the Tuesday of E3 next year, yeah, and they're just going to upload the video the night before, yeah, because like why not? They already know what they're doing and when they're doing it. Exactly. They just need to fill in the gaps of what games they're going to show. Yeah, probably Smash Brothers again. I'm sure they have another like 20 minutes of Smash Brothers they can show next year. I mean, Smash Brothers should be out, so it'll be all be DLC characters. Oh yeah, I didn't say it was going to be new. They'll, They'll get to 150 characters, and most of them will be Pokemon at this point. I mean, that's what they have left. I know. Like, they have Pokemon characters, and... No, I mean, they can add a couple more, uh, like, Xenoblade characters, and uh, some more Star Fox characters. I mean, at this point, though, like, they have the characters that are that people know from Star Fox. You have Fox, you have Falcon, Falco. Falco? Falco. And, um, Wolf. Slippy Toad. No one wants to fight a Slippy Toad. The dog? Like, the commander? Yeah, no, the other dog. No, no, he's not a dog, is he? I can't remember. The other guy, though. There's another guy. He's a rabbit. That's it. The rabbit. Pretty sure his name is Pepper. I think you're right. Yeah. I mean, there's always Fire Emblem characters, too. Oh, there's like they, They've only got about a half dozen of them. They could use more nondescript white guys with swords. Absolutely. Gr- granted, one of them's now a girl. Yeah. Or it can be a girl, you know. Um, but yeah, uh, with E3 over, like there is a lot of news, both that came out of that and just otherwise. Yeah. Um, and I didn't even go back, like, the full two weeks to check on, like, non-gaming-related news. So, there's a good chance we miss stuff. Yeah. We absolutely miss stuff, I'm sure. But, you know, it, like, at that point, like, if it's been two weeks, like... It's it's not news anymore. Exactly. It's old. That's what um, it is. But since we'd spent so much time talking about games last week, let's start with, like, some entertainment stuff. Sure. Okay. Um, so, Robert Kirkman, creator of The Walking Dead, 
um, has landed a deal with Amazon for an animated series based on his superhero comic Invincible. That's that's the one where um, the the hero the the main character is like trying to solve hero murders or something like that, right? So it's actually like it's kind of a Superman story, from what I know. Okay. Um, it the way I've heard a lot of people talk about Invincible is it's Superman done right. Okay. I don't know much more than that, but I know it's super popular. It ended this year. It either ended early 2018 or late 2017, I believe. Okay. Um, but super popular. It went for like 150, 160 issues ish, which is a long time for a creator owned comic. Yeah. Like Walking Dead is one of those like rare monsters that just keeps going it's um, an anomaly yes it's like walking dead and like spawn or i think maybe the two longest running creator-owned comics yeah and spawn i want to say spawn's been going pretty much constantly since like 92 like it, it's Jeez. it's approaching its 300th issue because it's it's generally a, a monthly comic series takes about a decade to do 100 issues yeah um like th- th- that's just math you have stuff like The Walking Dead that went way quicker because they went weekly for, what, two or three months? There was, there was back a few when, times, um, yeah. During All That War, I know they went weekly for a, a while. And how long has Walking Dead been going on for? 2003. 2003. So it, it's, it's approaching 20 years. Yeah, because they, they, they were, I remember issue 100, so. Yeah, and then they went weekly for a while. Was it weekly or bi-weekly? I think it was bi-weekly. Yeah, it might have been bi-weekly. Yeah. But still, that's still two... I mean, Spider-Man did the same thing. Spider-Man was three times a month for a while, and then twice a month, and they just hit 800, and 700 happened in 2013. So, like, they went through 100 issues in five years. Jeez. Yeah, they, they, they cut yeah. it in half. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, to be fair, that was that was 100 issues spread out over several renumberings and relaunches. Yeah, yeah. Because Marvel? Marvel. Um... But yeah, I've always actually wanted to read Invincible. I've just, it's one of those things where it was already so far into it that getting started always felt like kind of a... And, I mean, now that it's done, you can just get all the traits. I mean, and that's kind of like what I plan on doing at some point. I'll probably actually buy like the, um, I believe they have like an omnibus and you yeah. can get like digital version of it. So I'll probably do that um, when I have the time to actually read 160 issues of a book. <laughs> yeah. Um... But yeah, I, I've always heard really good things about it. So an animated series for it should actually be good. And Amazon, Amazon's content is generally pretty, pretty good. Yeah. At least what I've watched. One of these days when I have the money, I'll get my Prime subscription renewed and I'll watch more stuff. Just ask for somebody to get it to you for your birthday. Nah, no one's gonna give me Prime subscription for my birthday. Well, not like anybody like, like friend-wise, but maybe your parents. Nah, I'd rather get something else for my parents. Alright. Something more expensive. What a dick! No, I, it's one hundred and twenty dollars no. now, man. No, I'd 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 rather get something. I don't want like Prime subscription for my birthday. I don't know, man. That's the gift that keeps on giving. Right? I mean, if I, like I don't know what I would want for my birthday. She comes up in two months, guys. Two months or a month and a. Do you need a, a new blow up doll? Huh? I said, do you need a new blow up doll? I don't have one. What was the one that that's... that Eric got you? Like I don't know. What was that? Six, seven years ago? Threw that thing out. Why? It's perfectly good. There's nothing wrong with it. No, just no. What a waste! I mean, you could have kept, you could have had it if you wanted it. You uh, were you there for that? No, I don't think so. That, that was a that was a good prank. That you guys are all jerks. That, like that 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 may have been one of the best pranks. You guys, no, no, if we're, you weren't there for when we went to Disney, and they had a new one, 
that they brought, and I went to go get a shower, and it was in the shower. <laughs> uh, I never heard that one. I think I stabbed it with a knife and I, I, then threw it out. I've heard a couple stories about shit they pulled in, like on Disney trips. Yeah, but I just meant like the the setup and execution of that balloon one was just like that took that took a lot of coordination and planning. Oh, well, you're talking about when they filled my room with balloons? Yeah, because that's when the that's that that was one of the places that there was a blow up doll. The blow up doll was blown up on the bed under the balloons. Was it? I don't remember. Yeah, because we all. Um, they started blowing up balloons at Eric's house the night before. You were still at McDonald's at the time. Yeah. We all just, I think it was three or four cars worth. that we Multiple put... trips. No, it was just one trip because we had enough cars. We just had bags of balloons in everyone's car, drove them over, um, put like a, a kitty gate thing in front of your door so they wouldn't fall out, and started just pouring them into your room. Got them all poured and realized that it wasn't enough. So that's when we went to get more balloons and sat there for like three hours, like blowing them up like manually we had like five or six people doing it your parents thought it was great oh i got (laughs) home and like normally when i got home when i worked at mcdonald's i just i would relax downstairs for a bit my mom immediately you need to go upstairs why i heard a a noise in your room (laughs) there's a ghost up there okay all right mom i'll go upstairs making it obvious that they, you guys did something, but I didn't know what, and I walked oh, up see, there. Oh, I see, didn't, I didn't know that yeah. she did that. I walk up there, and I just see the balloons in the room, and then I see Shahed pop up, covering his nipples Oh, shirtless. that's right, Shahed took his shirt off. Um, oh, alright, so, I was there for the reveal, because I remember shirtless Shahed. Yeah, well, because the balloons were, like, waist high in his yeah, whole room, yeah. so we all were able to sit on the floor and be covered by balloons. I, I'll let you know that, like, I, that was, I was still working at McDonald's at the time. And I think I was working at McDonald's for at least another two or three years after that. Yeah. I, before, but I was still cleaning up balloons that by the time I left. <clears throat> oh, I believe like, that. I, I didn't clean up the last balloon until I cleaned, I was finished cleaning up, I mean, like, that entire room. At least not every balloon was just an empty balloon. Some of them had presents in them. Some of them had money. I think there was candy in some of them. I know there were definitely a few fortune cookies. I don't remember. Um, I think there was a condom in at least one of them. There was not a condom. I would okay. remember that. I think like Shahed or your brother joked about putting them in there okay. then. But yeah, the, the, yeah. And, and then like the, the crowning thing was the blow up doll on the bed. I don't remember the blow up doll. I, I think really you, don't. I think you may have popped the blow up doll at the same time that you were popping the balloons. Like I think you well, might have seen it and then just stabbed it. That was, that was the, then that would have been the third blow up doll that he got me. Really? <laughs> yeah. The first time he literally got me a blow up doll for my birthday. Oh, I remember that. Was that the Hannah Montana was, birthday? No, it was a different birthday, but in it, it was a blow up doll. He wrapped it as a big box. I unwrap it as a blow up doll, and I open the box up because he's like, open it up, and I pull it up, and I open it out, and it's, there's a game in there as well. But he got me a blow up doll. I just threw that thing in the closet and never touched it. <laughs> like, eventually I ended up throwing that out or something. I don't remember. It was stupid. Anyway, what was the next um, news? So the next one is Netflix picked up Lucifer for a fourth season. Yeah. Which, uh, neither of you guys probably watched that show, right? No. I haven't yet. But... It's, a, it's actually pretty cool. Um, And the season three finale was like a super cliffhanger. Yeah. Um, And the weird thing they did was... So the season three ended on a cliffhanger, and then like three weeks later, they aired two additional episodes that had been filmed earlier. That I think were meant to be part of the season, but they ended up pushing them to season four, assuming they were getting a season four, and then they got canceled by Fox. Sounds like Fox. So they aired these two episodes, and one of them was this weird, like, what-if scenario, where, like, it was, like, basically, like, a different timeline, where 
Okay. Nothing kind of happened the same, but all the people ended up still bumping into each other, kind of like like the Wonderful Life yeah. setup. Um, but the first episode was just like another case that yeah. would have. The, the episode seems like it would have basically fallen anywhere in like the first half of a uh, season four. Um, but it kind of gives you a hint that like, oh yeah, so I guess like the crazy shit that happened at the end of season three got worked out because all the characters are interacting normally again. Yeah. Um, so the, the season four on Netflix is only going to be 10 episodes, which is about the, the normal season on broadcast was 22. So it's like less than half the episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're going to split it. So it's going to be like very Netflixy. It's going to be like the five and five, probably weird. So they'll probably release five in the fall and then five more yeah, in the spring. That's, that's generic Netflix yeah. at this point. Um, yeah. Hopefully, uh, hopefully it does well enough on Netflix that they do another season because that that was one of those shows where it was very episodic, but there was always that overarching kind of thing going on that normally didn't pick up a lot until like the second half of the season. Yeah. Um, and having only ten episodes, you're not going to get as much of that. Yeah, I mean Netflix knows what they're doing when it comes to these shows, so probably have like new showrunners and whatnot on the. I, I think the same people are involved with it. So I mean, they might they might get different stipulations from Net, from Netflix. Be like, yeah. hey, look, we need this, and if it does well enough, we'll give you another one. But yeah, I mean, I think that's actually pretty cool that they got picked up. I'm yeah. still waiting for Timeless to get picked up. Like NBC has yet to cancel or renew them. Timeless. That was the show on NBC where um they were time traveling. Okay. Um, I vaguely remember hearing about it. It so it looked. It looked interesting, and then you watch the first episode, and you're like, this is fucking weird. But then you just keep watching it, because it's, like, just compelling enough that you want to see what happens. Because they, um... They're, the first season is them going back, trying to stop, um... Stop this guy from killing people in the past to change the future, to, like, stop this, like, secret organization from existing, essentially. Yeah. Um, and then the second season is the same people trying to stop this secret organization from killing people in the past so that they can have more power. Huh. Um, Interesting. And every time they go into the past, they end up changing something. Yeah. Sometimes it's something major. Other times it's, like, random thing that end up not making a huge difference. Um, like, I I want to say it was JFK. They There was an episode in season two with JFK in it, and, like, a, a young, like, still-in-school JFK. And they end up, he ends up, getting pulled into the future with them, which is a fucking shock for him as he starts, like, finding out about himself. Yeah. Um, but when, when they take him back, because it's not Men in Black, they don't have, like, a like a, a flashy thingy to wipe memories. Mm-hmm. Like, he knows, like, about his assassination and all. And they think that, like, maybe he's not going, like, he, he will not go to Dallas and not get shot. And he doesn't. He doesn't get shot in Dallas. Like, they come back from dropping him off and find out that, like, he got shot, you know... A month later in another city. Yeah. So, like, it was just one of those things where he was always going to be killed. Yeah. It just changed in, when it happened. In Doctor Who, it's a set point in time, but it's not really a point. It's a set thing that has to happen. Yeah, and the same thing, like, um, like s- characters have, like, drastically changed. Like, characters that were dead are, were... Characters that were dead before the show started ended up, like, coming back to life because of a change and... It's one of those things where the people that are time traveling never know what the cha- like how the changes are. They have to come back and basically learn what is different. But like the people that were still at like home base that just were part like of the team, 
they're always confused. It's like, what do you mean such and such happened? That's not what happened. This happened. Yeah. Um, Sounds interesting. Yeah, it's really cool. And that also ended on a major cliffhanger. Um, like, they killed some characters. Some weird characters showed up from the future. Like, it was it was one of those things where it's like, you can't just cancel this show after ending it like that. Yeah. But it's NBC, so there's like a 50-50 chance that they're just going to fucking axe it and we'll never see it. Of course. Yeah. Um, but hopefully that's another one where, like, if... if if NBC eventually does cancel it, which we're now going like two months since the finale, um, somebody else will pick it up. Um, Sam Jackson has revealed that Marvel Studios told him that he will, in fact, meet the Black Panther in a movie. I, it, I, I well, no, I, I was going to say I'd say it's going to be Avengers 2, but, I mean, Avengers 2 is already filmed, so or Avengers 4 is already filmed, so it won't be that. If Sam Jackson doesn't actually know when it'll happen, but I think it's dumb that he came out and said that. I although we already know that that Black Panther is going to be back in some way, shape, or form because there's going to be a new movie. We don't know the the uh, the future of Nick Fury. Yeah. So he um so Sam Jackson did confirm that he is not going to be in Avengers four. Whether that's true or not, who knows. Um, he also only had two movies left on his contract in 2015, and I don't know if they're counting the, like, two seconds he was in, um, Infinity War as one of those movies, because he's, he's going to be in Captain Marvel in a larger role. Oh, he's going to be a huge role in Captain Marvel. So, hopefully, I mean, unless they somehow meet in Captain Marvel. Which wouldn't really... Like, he, he meets T'Challa as, like, a boy. Uh, Alright, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, he... He might meet T'Chaka then. That's as, true. As uh, the Black Panther. Th- that all right. That's fair. It's uh, it says it's he'll Black meet the Panther. Black Panther. Doesn't yeah. say he'll meet T'Challa. There it is. We just spoiled yeah. something in uh, but Captain Marvel for everybody. If, but You're he welcome. also he also said that Marvel has told him it's not. He well, no, like he doesn't. Yeah. So if it happens in uh, Captain Marvel, he would know about it already. He doesn't know when it's going to happen. So going to be, and he, if he knows he's not going to be in Avengers 4, it's going to be probably Black Panther 2. Yeah, yeah, that that's almost certainly. Yeah. I mean, it would be crazy to not have Sam Jackson in these movies anymore. Like, I feel like even after his contract ends, like, he's, he's throw him enough money to get him to cameo in these fucking movies. Well, like, he's, yeah. He's going to be like Tony Stark. Like, Robert Downey Jr. hasn't had any movies on his contract for a while, if I can remember correctly. Like, uh, I mean, that's not how that would work, so... But I'm, I'm just saying, like, yeah, I don't, I don't know about that. I, I think that, I think that he ha- has been contracted for movies. I thought his contract ended after the last Avengers, but they just kept bringing him on by a movie basis. I um, guess, or I mean, it's possible after Avengers uh, two. I thought it ended. At the same time, I feel like he probably would have, like, if if he planned on doing more movies, it would have been silly not to do a contract extension because he had. And probably still does have the best contract out of anybody in those Marvel movies. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because he got the awesome clause of, like, he gets more money the more money that fucking movie makes. Yeah. yeah. Took the yeah. points on yeah. stuff. Yeah, because, like, he he managed to do that, I think, at the first Iron Man movie, like, before it was huge. So, like, it was part mm-hmm. of his contract, and, like, they couldn't do anything about it. Yeah. Um. Anyway, um... Uh, also relating to The Walking Dead, like the, the Kirkman thing before, um, John Berenthal is going to return in Season 9 as Shane. Great! Great! These, uh, it's gonna be flashbacks. 
And it's going to be Rick seeing people as he dies. Because uh, Andrew Lincoln's done at the end of the season. So Yeah, no, that's that's kind of what I assumed. I would not be surprised if we also started hearing about, um, like... Lori. Lori coming back and some of these other... Even mm-hmm. even Chandler having, like, voiceover stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, or actually just being in the episode, yeah, like, outright. The send-off episode as, a, like, uh, an, uh, like, a post-death image or whatever, like... I really just hope they just wrap the season, the series. I know they're probably not gonna, but with two of their main characters calling it quits at the end of the season, they're not gonna have anything left. I mean, you're right, but they're not gonna wrap it up because it still has, unless next season, or in, next season, I mean, unless season 10 has zero ratings, they're gonna keep it going as long as they can, even if they have to redo the entire cast. I know, it's... which. For what it's worth, apparently, um, and I, I haven't watched it, so I don't really know. Um, as of the the finale of Fear the Walking Dead, the only two characters from the original group left is the black guy and the daughter. Everybody else is dead or presumed dead. Yeah. So, like at this point, it's the Morgan show. Yeah, and that's <laughs> that's that's what like for me. I'm like I'm watching the show for the people that I've known since the beginning, and for the people that I find compelling now, like. If come the end of this next season, the only person left from the beginning is Daryl, I'm done. I'm straight up done. Because, I, frankly, I think Daryl should have died forever ago. Cause, and, and they're just making him too strong. I love Michonne, but if they keep Daryl around and he's the only, and it's Daryl and Michonne, I'm just, I'm gonna be done. Cause I don't need any more Daryl. Like, it's just, it's too much. Yeah. I mean, you're not wrong, and it really should probably end, but it, it it still does too well for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, moving on. AMC is launching their own service, like Movie Pass. That's going to be called um, AMC Stubbs A List. So Stubbs is their existing like loyalty program. Yeah. Yeah. It's Which like, already has two tiers. In yeah. It now, like there, there's a free tier and a it's fifty dollar a year or whatever it $15 is. Fifteen dollar a year. Oh, fifteen a year. Yeah, yeah sorry. So the, their normal like pay stubs, like I have, I, I have it. I've had it for like three or four years. Ours um, just recently expired, and we haven't renewed it yet. Yeah, it's actually really good. Like mm-hmm. if you go, if you go see like five movies a year, you basically pay for it. Yeah, because yeah. you, as long as you buy your tickets online, um, which who doesn't nowadays with mm-hmm. reserved seating and all, you get the convenience fee waived, and then you also um. You get the free upgrades on like um, drinks and popcorn. Okay. Mm-hmm. So like if you if you ask for a medium, you can get the large without paying the fifty cents okay. every time. So then having that plus seeing movies on Tuesdays would make it more worth it. Then. Yeah. So you get that, and then it's every so it's one of those point systems too. So like every movie ticket or like snack you buy, you get points, and then the points get basically um, redeemed for like five dollars certificates. Yeah. Um. So like I. Every year, I I generally get I get at least twenty dollars worth of certificates back from like what I spend, which like that is more than the cost of the program to begin with. You get a free movie from that, a free movie with you and your wife. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Maybe, um, like no snacks, but like you yeah. get to go to the movie, um, because I don't have to pay convenience charges. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But like, and and I get the the rewards come like frequently enough. It's just like any of those other ones. Like you don't have to wait. To hit like twenty bucks, like I think it's, I think five dollars is the threshold. So every yeah, yeah. five dollars, you can redeem them. Yeah. Um. But so this one is going to like you guys know what movies pass is, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's the unlimited movies for 
like $10 a month, I want to yeah. say. Um, so AMC is going to be $20 a month. Um, and you can see three movies per week, including IMAX and 3D showings. Um, and you'll be able to actually get your tickets ahead of time online, um, which you cannot do with MoviePass. And okay. MoviePass is one movie a week. I is it only one a week? I think so. I thought they changed that again. I think again. that's what it changed to. No, I think it went, I think it went back to being unlimited. I'll double ex- check that. So but- I remember it went to one a week and people got angry. And then like two weeks later, they reintroduced the unlimited plan. But, uh, it's going to be $20 a month for this one. I'm, ass- mm-hmm. I'm assuming it, um, okay. Yeah. So it, it will still offer the, the normal premiere benefits. Right. Um, Plus repeat viewings of a movie of movies are acceptable too, which is a oh, thing that um MoviePass doesn't allow of. you to do yeah. anymore. Like you can only see a new movie once with MoviePass. Really? Yeah. yeah. So like if you wanted to see like Jurassic World twice, um you can't. I mean you can, but you have to pay for the second one like normal price. That's stupid. Um like twenty bucks a month if you go to the movies a lot, totally worth it. If you go to the movies twice a month, it's worth it. Uh also with I think the movie pass or the AMC is three movies a week yeah he said that Uh, and there's no restriction on you could see all three movies the same day movie pass movie pass i think actually i think that's what movie pass you can see one movie a day yeah yeah that's what it is yeah not yeah not one a week but yeah so you could only go see one movie a day and if you wanted to see more than one you'd have to wait with the amc you could see three movies in a day there just has to be a two-hour gap between each movie okay um oh and yeah like if honestly like as long as you go to the movie twice a, a week or twice a month like you're basically paying for the cost and unless you're doing like amc tuesdays where it's only five dollars then you better be going more all, you better go every tuesday yeah <laughs> um but i mean or if you're go getting... tuesday and go once later in the week yeah um, I can. Is it just one person though, or can, yeah? Is it, so, okay. like, if you and another person wanted to go to movies together, either that person would have to buy a ticket, or they would also have to be a subscriber. Yeah. So, like, like for me and Drew, it would be one of those like we'd have to pe- spend forty dollars a month so that like our wives also had it, or we would just be paying for their tickets separately. Yeah, and that's just that's yeah. Honestly, to me, that's that's a little much. Yeah, like. I will go to a movie alone once in a while. Just like if it's something that Erica just has no interest in, I'm not going to drag her there yeah. to see it. Like that's stupid. Yeah. But like more often than not, we go together, so may as well like like if I could use the twenty dollars a month for three tickets in general, that'd be a little bit more worth it. So if I could get two tickets for Avengers and then one ticket go by myself go see something this way. Me and somebody else could go with me to go see the first movie, and the other movie I'll go see by myself. That, to me, I think, alright, that'd be a little bit more worth it. Not just three viewings, three of your viewings. Like, that's just, that's kinda, kinda dumb in my eyes. Yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. Cause you're not really saving any money at that point. If you're spending 40 bucks a month to have you and your wife, girlfriend, whatever, go see you, significant other. So, just related to all this, movie pass earlier this year, came out and said that they have about 2 million monthly subscribers to the service. Which means in a year if those if all 2 million keep their subscription going, they are making 240 million dollars a year, which you can almost guarantee all of these people are not like using the service so much that 
MoviePass is losing money. Yeah. Like, I'm sure there are plenty of people that are paying the $10 a month and maybe seeing one movie. And, you know, I'd be more open to paying $10 a month and not seeing a movie each month. Like, So, like, MoviePass might be for you. Um, You just have to be careful because different... They keep changing, like, the plans... So, like, sometimes you sign up for it, and it's, like, unlimited movies. Sometimes it's, like, one movie a, a week. and Yeah. So you have, kind of have to catch it at the right time for the right price. Um, the downside is you actually get, like, a credit card, basically. And you have to purchase your tickets at the theater. Which um, I For that showtime. Like, you couldn't go in there, like, today to buy a movie for Saturday. You'd have um, to go on Saturday to buy the movie ticket for Saturday. Oh, that's, that's dumb, then. Um, I mean... It, it's $10 a month, like, it's a way yeah. to make sure that you're not abusing it by, like, getting tickets for, like, the new big movie that's coming out a month in advance for only 10 bucks. when, like, a movie theater is going to wake, make way more money off of a sold-out theater for that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, It's kind of the same way you're not allowed to use, like, free passes on special engagements that are new yeah. re- and, like, new releases. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, Disney, that company with um the mouse... Yep. They raised their bid for Fox to $71.3 billion, which is about $10 billion more than what um what Comcast offered, which currently puts them in the running. And um, Fox insiders have tentatively said that um, Fox is going to accept that offer. Obviously, if Comcast comes out and makes a higher bid, that may change things. Or um, there's always the, the chance that, like, it gets shot down by the government for whatever reason. That's a lot of billions of dollars. Yep. That's like 71 billions of dollars. And that's too many dollars for something, in my opinion. So, it's just, it's a lot of money is all I'm saying. Like, that's ridiculous. 71 billion. I can't even conceivably, like, think what 71 billion dollars looks like. Like, it's just ridiculous. Um, yeah. No, that that is a huge, huge, huge amount of money. Um, if you think about it, so you j- just taking the the X Men franchise from them and being able to wrap that into like the MCU, each uh, each movie they release will probably net them several hundred million dollars. Yeah, like they're not going to hit a billion for all of them, but I'm sure, like you know, I mean they'll they'll make their money back in no time if they do this stuff right. Yeah, like with with, with how much they're pumping these movies out, I feel like. And that's not including all of the other Fox properties. Yeah. Like, I don't think that, like, that $71 billion would be that big of a hit in the long run. Like, no. Like, the return no. on investment is high enough that they could probably offer even more money and still have it not... Oh, th- that's why they offered that much money, because they know they'll make it back within two, three years tops. It's just... It'll probably be a little longer than that, I think, but, but it's like... Just- it's just it's within a lot. five years they'll have broken that's, even. That's just a lot of fucking money though, like seventy one billion dollars. Like, um, I I I saw something earlier that the the deal is actually a split between cash and stock. Yeah, I was so, actually just reading that. So that's now. could potentially be even more money if the stocks no, go up no, high enough. No, no, because like it's split between just straight cash to Fox. And buying their stock at a set price from them. So, like, the value does not increase to oh, well, the people at Fox. Oh, you thought that, oh, like, thought they, were, like, giving they were giving them stock in Disney. Disney stock. Yeah. No, 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 that... Okay. Okay, then, no, that's still... I mean, that could still... 
I mean, no. As, no, because they'll buy they'll buy Fox stock from Fox yeah. at whatever its yeah. current rate is. Essentially, they're giving them thirty eight dollars a share. Do you know, does it say what their shares are uh, actually worth at the moment? I'll look it up. But um, yeah, so like it's it's just a way to basically break even without giving forty eight dollars. Oh wow! So they're actually giving them less, but yeah, they're probably giving them so much separate cash. Well, they're giving them it's seventy one. Well, what's the total? Seventy one point because I, I just scrolled away from it. Uh seventy one point three billion. So it's thirty five point six five billion in cash. It's fifty fifty split cash oh. and stock. Yeah. Is the article I was just reading. So it's thirty five billion dollars in cash and thirty five billion dollars in stock. So that that way that would just make Disney majority stockholder of Fox. Well no Fox Hopefully. will no longer exist. They are buying all the Fox. Yeah, so they're that, buying out every single owner from Fox. So, because oh, okay. the way it works, like, the way that the stock thing works is Fox is a public, publicly traded company. So, there are thousands, probably, of people that have some stock in Fox. Yeah. Um, And Disney is basically just going to buy all of that. Or, not all of it, but they're going to buy so much of it that they're just going to kind of suck fox into them like through osmosis yeah um oh okay sorry because i'm real quick rereading so for every share in 21st century fox that someone has they either get 38 dollars in cash or shares of disney stock subject to adjustment for certain tax liabilities equal to as described in whatever the original acquisition agreement was which I am sure there are people that will just take that Disney stock and wait for it to go up again. Mm-hmm. Um, at the same time, I wonder. I wonder if they have a clause in there that um, they can't. Like it's not a, a share for share, basically. Uh, probably not. But I would have to go. Just I. I oh, this I, is actually. Oh, this article is on from the Walt Disney Company. So I, I only say that because, like, you imagine the you know the majority shareholder of Fox. Doing that would make them a rather large shareholder in Disney. Um, probably not majority, because I'm sure the majority shareholder in Disney probably has some ridiculous amount. Which actually, probably, actually, I don't think that's true, because I think when Steve Jobs was a majority shareholder, he only had like 5% of the shares. It's just like Disney is so spread out that yeah. like a small percentage is actually still like the majority percentage. Yeah. Um, but uh, talking about Disney still, uh, the Incredibles 2 had the highest opening for an animated film ever. Yeah, I did see that. I want to see that movie. Um, the the director and producers have also said that they are not ruling out doing a third one. Okay. Um, the, the exact quote that I remember seeing um, basically said, like, they're not opposed to it, but, you know, they're also not saying it won't take another 14 years. Yeah, it's... So, I mean, it's 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 a digital movie. It's all CGI or whatnot. So the one downside is like the the voice cast is getting a little at least um like the adult voice cast getting a little old. Like they're not all super young anymore. You know, fifteen more years they might not want to be doing like a superhero cartoon movie. But think of how much money they could make doing that superhero cartoon movie in fifteen years. Hopefully, in fifteen years they age the characters and it's not immediately. It doesn't take place almost immediately after the one that was 15 years ago. No, you know, having having seen the movie, like I hope if they do a third one, it does take place like rather soon after, which I I will talk about without spoiling anything later. Better not. 
I'm only going to spoil like the villain, the climax, and the resolution. No, so. no. Then I'll walk away. <laughs> I've been really gassy today, so like I'll just go fart the entire time you're doing it. Um, I'm not surprised it made as much money as it did. Um, I it, it is definitely one of those like Pixar movies generally are, are pretty well regarded, but this is definitely one of those ones where people are very split. It's a lot of people are just going, eh, it was mediocre, and then other people are like, oh, this is the best fucking movie ever. Yeah, it's. I mean, it. It's just, it's a movie that everyone's been wanting for so long that I think the people saying that, eh, it's only mediocre are the people that hyped it up more probably than it could live up to. And, like, they're, they are also probably the people that have not watched The Incredibles in long enough time that maybe, like, they forget what that movie even was. Yeah. Um, but, hey, what are you gonna do? Um, and then, uh, there's, um, keeping right on with Disney... They have announced that there are going to be no more Star Wars story spinoff movies, at least for the time being. They announced there's not going to be any more. They're putting them on hold. Well, they're putting them on hold, yeah. which means there aren't going to be any more for the yeah. time being. Um, which is kind of a bummer because, like, one of the ones that was like rumored to be happening was the Obi Wan movie with Ewan mm-hmm. McGregor. Yeah, and that would have actually like that is one of the ones where having him back in the role, people were actually really excited for. Yeah. Because there's already some canon stuff in this new, um, in the new expanded universe, um, involving Obi-Wan in his time between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope. That, you know, more of that could be filled in on. And with stuff that happened in Solo, like, they were kind of setting some of that up potentially. Or at least maybe not setting it up, but at least showing like, oh yeah, like, these things could happen. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's unfortunate that their second Star Wars story movie was on a fairly was a fairly uncompelling story. Like no, but that's not true. Like it was actually one of the better Star Wars movies. Uncompelling to the people. No one wanted to see it. Oh yeah, and I mean that the no, no. people people had been down on it since the first trailer. Nobody well, wanted the, to see that movie. Nobody wanted to see the movie once the first trailer came out. And that was before the first trailers. Fucking everyone was all about how did Han and Chewie get the fucking Falcon? So that was also you're t- you're going back years ago. Yes, um, but like, but like since the movie has been in production, like people weren't real real on the guy that they cast for Han, which yes, he did a fine totally job. Fair. The the only casting that people were excited for was, was Donald Glover. Was Donald Glover as Lando? Yeah. Um. Everyone. W- w- so there was um the two guys that were originally directing it um Miller and Lord. Uh-huh. Um when it came out that they were making it like a slapstick where when rumors were that it was going to be kind of like slapsticky and comedy, people got real down on it. And then when they got fired and um Ron Howard got hired, people got real down on it. Like no it's like nobody really knew what they wanted out of the movie. Mm-hmm. And then when the first trailer dropped Everyone's interest just fucking plummeted even. Oh yeah, further. yeah, yeah. No, it's, totally. I, like I will straight up admit, like, I have not had any interest in a Han Solo movie ever. I'm not saying I don't like Han Solo, but I'm saying there's a lot better characters to emphasize in a Star Wars. Not if, not with in- the characters they have left. Well, I'm more <laughs> interested in an Obi Wan Kenobi Kenobi movie, and if that had come out this year instead of Solo, barring the the trailers were decent and whatnot, I would have immediately gone and seen that but even if there were great trailers for solo i just i really didn't care you know what though like like they needed a movie that was not jedi focused again oh yeah which is what 
Give me a Boba Fett movie. Give me a Jango Fett movie. Well, I mean, Jango Fett died in a period where they're they are never going to make another prequel era again. Like, the closest we are getting is stuff between episode 3 and 4. They are never going to go in the, the 1, 2, 3, let alone the Clone Wars era yeah. for a movie again. I mean... Like, the and also, Boba Fett, not a good character. He is super shitty and uncompelling. Based on the original stories... You, but it, like, that's I mean, all next off now. No, so. I, and you're right. But I mean, even in in Empire and Jedi, like, he's what does a he boring fucking do? character. People <laughs> like people love him for whatever reason because but, he like, looks cool. He is, has a cool looking ship that's on it. screen. He has never done anything good, and oh. fr- and the fact that the prequels basically just made him a clone makes him even less cool. Yeah, but people are still I, like I would have been pumped to see a Boba Fett movie. I'd rather see an IG88 movie. IG88. He's still fucking canon. He's an empire. He is the droid bounty hunter. Okay. He fucking you fight him as Dash Rendar, or yeah, you fight him as Dash Rendar in um, Shadows of the Empire, the game, which is no longer canon, but yeah, still. I'm just like maybe they would have been able to keep going if they just picked up. More compelling character. I really fucking disagree that Han Solo is not maybe the most compelling character yeah, like Han- that they could have done a movie about. Like, like I- out of all the fucking Star Wars. And honestly, like they that is a good Star Wars movie. It is a fun movie. It has it. It has its problems, which I would attribute to the fact that they changed directors halfway through it and probably did a whole bunch of like tweaks Re- to the story. Yeah. Um. And like honestly, like even even after seeing the movie, like I don't I don't think the guy did a bad job, but the guy that cast as Han Solo just he did not come off as Han Solo. Like everybody else did, like fucking Donald Glover nailed Lando. Like one hundred percent. And like everybody else was new. Like Han and Lando were the only two like mm-hmm. existing characters in it. Um but like he just he never quite felt like Han. He always felt a little too and I get it, he's younger, like he's not that character from the movie yet. But he's only, like, ten years off from being that character. And, like, he just... He always felt a little too, like, uncertain about everything. And then when he was trying to be that, like, cocky Han Solo guy, it just didn't quite work. But, like, it was still a fun movie. Like, the story was fun. Like, it had it had a lot, bunch of cool scenes in it. Chewie was good. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Just... I, I have... Four movies of Solo, of Han Solo, just like I have four movies of Obi Wan. But I, I, I find Obi Wan. You have six movies of Obi Wan. That fucker is in all of the originals and all of the prequels. Yep. Well, I mean, as a prominent character. <laughs> I mean, like, okay. He's he's in thirty seconds of of uh, Empire and Return. And I mean, he's only in like the first half hour of of A New Hope. I mean, it's it's actually much longer than that, but uh, he, but he's a it's still like a primary character, whereas like Han Solo is a primary character in those four movies, and yes, I was or Obi Wan, but I just I'd be more interested in an Obi Wan, or you know what? Give me a Lando movie. Give me a movie about a character I don't know enough about, and but, not a movie about a character that I know at least I know all this about. But see, like, what? Think about it. You don't really know anything about Han Solo. Like, you don't know where he came from, you don't know what he did, you don't know how he became, like, the guy that he is in A New Hope. Like, you know nothing about him. He he goes from, I'm gonna take you guys to this planet because you're offering me a whole bunch of fucking money and I owe some bad people money, to, I'm a hero of a rebellion I had no interest or faith in. Yep. 
Like that's it. Like that's that is Han yeah. sto- Solo's story. Yeah. Like there, there's no there's no fleshing out of his character in the original movies or in in um in Force Awakens. Like well, I mean, you get fleshing out of his character from the point you know him. Yeah, yeah, but, but I, like I meant like like the wider time. Like you don't yeah. find out like you, you, we have no idea what happened between between Jedi and Force Awakens, and we have no idea where he came from or what put him on the path he was on before um, A New Hope. So like doing and- a movie for him where it can be it can be a completely separate from the Force movie. Is actually a really good idea to like draw people in to see a movie. Mm-hmm. The problem is like the marketing and all of the stuff surrounding the movie just fucking failed them hard. Plus, Last Jedi did not. It's it's not that it did bad in the theaters, but people were super down on that movie more so than they had been The Force Awakens. Um, so I feel like that hurt them too because they released this so close to a movie that people did not. Oh yeah, I mean that they're just they did everything wrong with this movie. Oh yeah. Like everything. Like they they released this movie six months after they released their last movie. Like, why would you do that? Why wouldn't you wait until December, which you had I, your release schedule for I don't think it would have made any more money in December. It depends. Not a dime. The Not only a goddamn dime. I don't know. That's debatable because what does it have to go it, up against in December? Honestly, if it would have come out like late November, early December, it probably would have because there aren't any other like big like, blockbusters like this this year. Like, like I said on Facebook a while back, with Marvel alone, you had Black Panther, Avengers, and Ant Man all coming out within two months of each other. Mm-hmm. What's coming out at the end of the year? Aquaman. That's it. Sure. Oh, Fantastic no, Beast 2. I, I think there's more of a Star Wars following than there's a Harry Potter following. Though. Mary Poppins Returns. Okay. I think Christopher Robin? Maybe. Maybe. That's this year. It is this year. But it's like, I just feel Who like... Who doesn't want to see Winnie the Pooh in the real world? Oh, I do. I'm going to cry my, Dude, my eyes. There, there is a long, like, like a, a new longer trailer for that movie that plays before, um, before Incredibles. Or at least it did at the theater that I was at. And it looks like it's going to be a weird fucking movie. Oh, yeah. But I really want to go see it. Yeah. I mean, too. But I'm just like... Also, Drew, you you will get this when you finally catch up on Giant Bomb stuff. Uh-huh. But you get to see full Winnie the Pooh. Uh, uh, oh, God. Oh. It'll make sense once you watch, I think, Night 2. Okay. Um. All right. Next news. Um. So, video game stuff. Yeah. Um. PlayStation Now. You know that streaming service they have for like the the classic games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Apparently, it it might be getting downloads later this year. That would be neat. Because right now it's just streaming. Yeah. So you need a good internet connection to be able to play the games. And I have never heard particularly good things about it. Yeah. Um. So downloading would be super useful because then you can actually play the game if your internet went down. Yeah. Which would put it similar to um to Xbox Games Pass. Or, um... EA, whatever it's Yeah, called. I'm sorry. I, I was thinking Ubisoft. I'm like, no, Ubisoft doesn't have this. EA it was, Super It was Access. EA Access Premiere. Yeah, that's it. So, like, that would be kind of cool, because you can't really play... Like, I mean, not... You can't really... You can't play PS3 or PS2 games on your PS4. And that's the only way to do it if you don't have those systems to play games on. Yeah. And, like, they do have a pretty good library of things to play, so... Yeah. Um... So, yeah, that, that would actually be kind of cool. Um, also going along with, like, Sony, um, they are, we have hit the point in the PlayStation 4 life cycle that, um, 
the the classics are coming back. So you know they're they're gonna put that shitty red bar across the games and On their blue cases. <laughs> uh, I wonder if they were the blue cases again. Or did they do the red cases again this time, like they did with the PS3? You know, it's hard to tell in the pr- the promo art, but it's still, you know, it's got the red bar at the top that mm-hmm. calls them hits, I want to say. Yeah. Yeah, it says hit. PlayStation hits. Okay, PlayStation hits. Um, this time. They're going to be $20. Cool. Which is normally where they, what they throw them. Yeah, um, It's got um, some of the games like on the, the promo image are uh, Bloodborne, Drive Club, um, Infamous Second Son. Okay. Kill Zone Shadows Fall, or Shadow Fall, I'm sorry. Uh, Little Big Planet 3, Ratchet and Clank, the remaster from two years ago. Uh-huh. Uh, the Last of Us remastered. Cool. So, PS3 game. <laughs> um, Which probably had its own... Oh, no. Never mind. Continue. Uh, Uncharted 4. Uh-huh. Battlefield 4. Doom. It's Doom... Doom's a tw- like Doom's also on... Uh, yeah, Do- Doom's on been $20 bucks. a bunch of times, so... Or, no, sorry, it was... Well, Wolfenstein's on twenty. Doom, I think, is on sale for fifteen on Amazon right now. Uh Project Cars. I I don't know if that's a number after it or if it's just colors. I think it's just colors. I think it's just colors. Um, Street Fighter Five. Okay. Yakuza Six. Kwame. Oh, okay. Kiwami. Kiwami. The the remake of one. One. Yeah. Um, Yakuza Zero. Okay. And Metal Gear Solid Five. All right, so I can finally get um Uncharted. And it actually says that um, games like Arkham Knight and Shadow of Mordor are also going to be included. Okay. Um, I guess it, it'll it'll vary depending on country. Okay. But yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Especially like like you said, like you've you have never played Uncharted Four. Yeah. But like for twenty dollars, why the fuck not? Yeah, and I now can go get it for twenty bucks. And like to be fair, like if you if you watch the flash sales and stuff like that on PSN, a lot of these games have been that price or less in yeah. the last year. So, like, pay attention I, to sales and get them digital. I've got to plan my purchases. Even if it is only 20 bucks. I can't get flash sales. I have to plan out, like, all right, I should have 20 bucks in two months. You know what you do? Open a credit card strictly for flash sales that, like, you know, like, all right, I'm going to buy this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spend $40 on games on this flash sale. And then in two months, when I have $40, I'm going to pay it off in full. But that month in between, I'm just going to put like the minimum like two dollars on it. Hey, that is actually a really good idea. Yeah, like but... just you, just like be responsible. Do not use that that credit card for anything else. Like just have it there so that like you can buy games on sale so that you have the games for like the super cheap prices. I mean, that, that's a really good idea. Like I just I bought um that they, they had their E3 sale last week. I bought Assassin's Creed Origins for thirty bucks. Okay. Because apparently, like it's it's it looks really cool, and after seeing Odyssey, I want to play Odyssey. And I know um, Origins is using the same present time stuff, yeah. like it's the same present character and storyline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So I'm like, well, I should play Origins before I play Odyssey, and it was only thirty bucks. So I'm like, fuck it, it's better than paying sixty for it. Yeah. But you know what you could have done? What? Could have waited until Black Friday, gotten it for fifteen. So last year, the, the previous Assassin's Creed didn't go that cheap. So I don't know if Origins was, will. Origins. When was Origins released? Last this year. year. That's why, this like, oh, Syndicate didn't do that the first year it was out. So, like, I don't know if Origins, which is way better regarded, will. So Syndicate wasn't cheap that last year, right? The, that no, was, no, I'm sorry, not last year. The year it came out, so two years ago. But it, but that's because there was two years between releases. Now that there's going to be a new release next year. I don't know because again, like they they were coming off of having a real bad reception of Unity and everything, and Syndicate just not selling great to begin with. Um, the fact that 
Origins is actually generally super well received and sold well. I don't know if they'll do that sort of sale this year. And if they did, it's not a big deal because I, I'd rather have it digitally. Yeah. And I don't like, I'm, I'm to the point now where like a lot of games, I just don't want a physical copy of them. Um, like games that I know that I'll want to, that I might want to play again in, you know, like five years. Um, sure. Like I will buy a physical case for it. Um, but like, I don't want to play an Assassin's Creed twice. Like they're like a one and done game. Oh, they absolutely. Um, so like having that digitally where I don't have to get up and change discs in mm-hmm. my system when I want to play it, way more convenient. Oh yeah. Um, and that's just laziness. Like, yeah. No, it's the thing I wish that ha- Microsoft hadn't backed down on with the Xbox One and made Sony come over to instead was the put the disc in once and then that's it. Yeah, like I, I thought so that it's going to happen someday. And they're going to have it worked out where it's not a shitty system. Yeah. Um. Because I don't trade stuff in anyway, so that that was never what bothered me. I just don't like the idea that like like I've I've offered to you before. I'm I'm like you've never played such and such. Like I have it. Do you want to borrow it? Yeah. And that was that thing where like you couldn't do that for somebody. Like you couldn't be like, oh, I have Uncharted Four, Rich. Do you just want to borrow it and play it? Mm-hmm. Like you're never going to buy it. So like here, play the twelve hour game and then give me back my the disc. Yeah. Um. Like, eventually, I feel like they're going to figure out a way to allow sharing and have it installed on a system. Yeah, they will. It's just down the line. Hopefully next gen. Basically, yeah. Um, so, jumping to, nin- to Nintendo now. Um, this one's just more of, like, a funny thing. Um, there, there's a quote from Reggie where he basically admits that they fucked up on the Wii U marketing and messaging. Um, it, like, his actual thing was, like, um, the quote was, I'm trying to recall it. Can you tell us what our um shit? I can't remember it. I'm gonna look it up real quick because oh, it was actually a good quote, and I thought I thought I'd be able to remember it, but now I can't remember the word he used. God damn it, Cobb. Um, so he's this was in an interview with um with the star, yeah, with the star. Um, he said, "Tell me what the Wii U proposition was in ten words or less," and then and then went on to be like, "We just weren't clear enough for you to be able to do that because like you." Like you know how like the like the Switch has a pretty clear like throughput. Like yeah, it is a con it, it is a console that you can play at home or play on the go. Yeah, it's a console you can play anywhere. Yeah. Um. No one really quite knows what the fuck the Wii U was for. No. Like it had the tablet, but you couldn't play it from the toilet. Um. Unless your bathroom and your TV were like fifteen feet away from each other. Mm-hmm. No, that probably wouldn't work. No, it won't work. Um. Because I know like Eric couldn't, and his TV and bathroom were super close together at the time. Yeah. Um, and, like, you couldn't really do anything special with the gamepad, and it still just used all the Wii, the, the original Wii stuff as far as, like, can, like jo- um, Wiimotes and Nunchucks went. Yeah. So, like, it was this weird, like, they didn't know what they wanted to do, and they fucked up real bad. Yeah. And now they're re-releasing all of those games on the Switch, and they're selling better. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I just thought that was kind of funny, that, like, they're like, yeah, no, it's like, we, we fucked up. Like, yeah. <laughs> it happens. Hey, at least they can uh, admit their mistakes. We, we didn't Sega fuck up. Yeah, pretty much. Like, they, they they did not have to go out of the console business because they fucked up so hard. <laughs> um, they're also going to continue to announce and release 2DS and 3DS games, including um, some updates for Mario Kart. Which, that's honestly a shock to me. I figured with the success of the Switch has been so far that they were going to at least try to f- maybe slightly phase those out a bit. So they they will eventually, but you also so they just released a new two two DS. Yeah, because they just released the new two DS that 
is actually a hinged one again. Yeah. As opposed to the weird doorstop one. Yeah, the, um, the wedge. Which I think it's funny because the whole idea of the 2DS was there was no there was no 3D on it, and it was meant for kids because there was no hinge, so they couldn't break it. Mm-hmm. And now the 2DS is just like, look, we get it. No one uses the 3D. This one is fifty dollars cheaper, but looks just as cool. And actually, like the the new 2DS actually looks better than the new 3DS. Yeah. Um, and I mean, they have the cool Hyrule one where it's the okay. the Hylian shield. Yeah. Right. Um. So, yeah, but think about how many 3DSs and 2DSs are out there. Oh, there's tons. Like, there are so many of those that, like, it would be nuts for them to just be like, oh, yeah, we have a different thing that does handheld kind of now. Um, we're just going to stop selling games for this thing. Like, it makes sense. Like, if they have if they have teams that are already versed in developing 3DS games, which mm-hmm. they do. Yeah. Like, let those fuckers keep making them and keep selling them and kids will keep buying yeah. them and... But I can just, I can kind of see, like, the core titles, like the the uh, Pokemons and stuff, probably phasing out a little bit from being oh, well, on those. I mean, that they're already working on the Pokemon, like, the core game for the Switch. Yeah. Which will hopefully actually be, like, Switch exclusive, so it won't have to be, like, scaled back to also work on the 3DS. Mm-hmm. Unless they're making... Two separate versions, but for the same like generation. If you get that, like, I could see that being like, the like, case. I like, think I said that last time. Yeah, but, like yeah, like, that's not uh, out of the question. Like uh, how um, like Genesis Lion King and Nintendo Lion King are two separate games. Yeah, but that that's so, a totally different. But story. I'm just saying, like they could be doing two. They could be the same game, but just t- using. They were one. made by two different companies. Oh yeah, I know that. But I'm just saying, like. The same game, just having two different commodities: one for Switch, one for the, the that, handhelds. And what you, so what you're describing, I would actually say is similar to what they were doing for the Wii. Yeah. Um. Um. I know Madden did it for a couple of years, and um, the Ghost, the Good Ghostbusters game on PS3. Yeah. Um. There was the PS3, Xbox 360 versions of those games, which you know were like the the better graphics, ran smoother, had more to them, and then there was the PS2 and Wii versions. Yeah. That were like. Scaled back, um, more cartoony and limited in what it could do. Um, that's kind of like, I see that happening. That's that's probably what, that's maybe what they're gonna do for the next core Pokemon this way. They have the two releases, one for the Switch, one for the handhelds, maybe. Yeah, but to be honest, would probably compel a lot more people to buy both, both, as opposed to just buying one version of it. Yeah, that, that is true. Um, so, Cyberpunk 2077. Yes. That's a thing people are excited for. They are. Um, it will apparently have no loading screens. Cool. Which, I know people, he- people hear that, and then they think like, oh, that's, that's impossible. Like, the game's not gonna be nearly as big as they claim it will be. Um, technically, God of War had no loading screens. That's a real big game. Yeah. Um, and it's not, in, like, it doesn't. There are no loading screens in the game. You're never, mm-hmm. like, in a position where you can't control Kratos, and you have to watch, like, a bar slowly load. Yeah. They hide the loading screens, which is probably yeah. what Cyberpunk's going to do. Yeah, I mean, they, they've they done that for a ton of games. Like, like even, like, for the most, like, kind of, like, Fallout games and stuff do it as well, where the entire world is loaded. But, I mean, if you go to enter into a, a, a building... Then it does load, but the entire world well, itself is kind so of loaded. The way so, and this is, yeah, I know this is going to be different, but like well, they've been gonna, doing this for years. So the way God of War does it, um, the like the game like will load 
things as you get close to them. Yeah. Um, but so there's there is um there's the the bridge that you turn that will, opens up to different realms basically. And like there's like a whole big cinematic that goes along with that. That's the loading screen to change what realm you're in. Yeah. Um and then and like that's the thing games have been doing is hiding loads in cutscenes. Yeah. yeah. And then there's also when you um if you quick travel which uh, quick travel are like these doorways that are like spread around the world. Okay. Um, when you go to one of them and you enter it, it enters into like this like spirit realm looking thing is the best way I can describe it, where you're literally running along like the branches of the world tree or something like that. Yeah. Um, and you you can move around. There's there's dialogue that happens in there, like characters talk and like discuss things, but it's just a loading screen because if you don't move from the spot that you start in. And just wait there. The door will eventually just pop up right in front of you. Yeah. Or you can go running as fast as Kratos can run, and it'll take you longer to find the door than if you just have... Or not longer, but you will be moving more than if you were to just, like, be walking at a leisurely pace. Yeah. So, like, that's your loading screen right there. You just don't realize it because Mm -hmm. the game is still doing stuff. Yeah. That's totally what Cyberpunk's going to do. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And from what, like, has come out of E3 about it, um, it's apparently going to be more vertical than open. So, like, Witcher Three was very vast and open because it was like a medieval game. Like, yeah, you're traveling between between countries and stuff. Yep. Um, this is going to be, you know, in cities. So, like, you're going to be in like tall ass buildings. And yeah. apparently, like, it's a very densely populated game, which no one's quite sure if that is going to stick around for the actual release, um, or at least not on the console release because they they had a they released the specs that the game was running on at E3. And it's a fairly beefy computer, like, not unattainable, but, like, kind of up there with, like, what you need to run a VR. Yeah. Well, um, it was if a, not a little more. I forget what they said on the Bombcast, but I think it had a 1070 Ti. It had a 1080 Ti. Oh, it was a 1080 Ti? Yeah. Um, so, the most expensive graphics card on the market right now. But it's not as expensive as the PC that they were running when they were doing the Witcher 3 demos a few years ago. Which, like, that's kind of what people were worried about. I don't know if you guys remember, but, like, The Witcher 3, the original, like, demos and stuff they showed off, the game... And Witcher 3, the release, is a is a very pretty game. Mm-hmm. The original demos for that game were fucking astounding. Yeah. yeah. And, like, that was just not a plausible thing for them to do. No. Um, but so people are now worried that that's going to happen. Like, the game looks amazing now, but then it's going to not look amazing when it comes out. But... We'll find out. It could also be a next-gen game. Maybe it doesn't come out on the PS4 and Xbox One. Yeah. Maybe it comes out on the PS5 and the Xbox 1080. Yeah. So, I don't know. But that's kind of cool. I'm looking forward to seeing more of that game. I know it got it got somebody's game of show. IGN, maybe? Sure. So, GameSpot gave it to Control, that Remedy game. Okay. I forget who, who gave it to um Cyberpunk. Probably IGN. I, don't know. I wasn't really too interested in it. What in Cyberpunk? Yeah, I'm My, like, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm you, all in. I haven't played The Witcher games, but I'm all in for that aesthetic. Yeah, I'm actually surprised you're not more interested in it. Well, I mean, the game looks cool, but I'm just like, I'm just like, well, I, I need more to determine whether or not I'm like yes or no. Look, I can tell you right now, there's no hunting of monsters. See, then I'm kind of out. Witcher Three has monster hunting. I know. It does Geralt way better monster hunter than you've ever been? Uh, I don't know. He's a witcher. He is, he is literally, he is genetically bred to hunt monsters and witches. Yeah, but, uh, I don't know. I and haven't played Witcher. So. He always has two swords. One sword for killing regular motherfuckers, 
one sword for killing monsters. That's stupid. Why not just kill them all with the same sword? So there's actually, like, an in-game reason, like, in that world. Like, he has one, like, normal sword that's, like, made out of, like, iron or whatever. Yeah, I and do. Then, and then, like... And then, like, there's a special silver sword that he also carries that is more effective against certain types of, like, monsters. Okay, so silver sword for vampires and werewolves and... I don't know if there are vampires in that well, game, actually. I don't know. Just... No, but, but like... It's, I, it's yeah. more... Yeah. That's what I'm trying to get at. Like, yeah, no, but... That's D&D for you. Anything that can't be killed by normal damage, you get a silvered weapon, and boom, you can kill it. But also, like, I do think the there's a whole lore about the other sword and it being, like, extra special and magical that it's, like hard to replace so yeah. you wouldn't use it on a normal motherfucker and like <laughs> it, it's a thing that only a witcher carries it yeah like people recognize he is a witcher because, because of, of him. that it's okay. that and his eyes give it away yeah, his, I, his I, eyes like clear white or something like i that? forget I, I don't remember if it's the color or there's something about his eyes though yeah. that give away that he is a witcher yeah and then the two swords it's like oh you're a fucking witcher can you help me kill this thing yeah um you would actually probably enjoy that game. It's just, it's super dense. So it's one of those, like... It's a commitment. <laughs> I put, like, 30 hours into it and didn't get halfway through it. Uh, I, I remember you, like, you liked it and Eric hated it because... But Eric's stupid. So And he was playing on the hardest difficulty. So instead of just waiting to do New Game Plus for it, he was playing on the hardest difficulty where you kind of needed to be, like, level 10 to kill level 1 characters. So it, it, it it's actually not that. And I agreed with Eric. The combat was not very good. So, like, if you put it on normal or easy, the combat was way too easy. Like, there was just, there was no challenge to it at all. So it just wasn't fun. Like, because it, it honestly, it was kind of like, it did not control, like, Monster Hunter combat. But it was similar to what I've said about Monster Hunter combat for me, where it just doesn't feel good. Witcher combat was like that. Like, your attacks never felt like they were actually connecting. Um, Kind of like, um, did you ever play Knights of the Old Republic? Yeah. You know how, like, those attacks, like, because they were that weird, like, roll-based, turn-based system? Yeah. Like, hitting the attack button just never actually felt like you were doing anything. Yeah. It, it basically felt like you, like it was, like, pushing the button at a stoplight to it's, make it change. It's, um, it's like, Fallout 3 was the same. Okay, way. I never played like, that, so... It's, like, the your, there was such a roll behind the screens of... If you weren't using VATS and you aimed down sight and you were completely calm and steady... And the guy was five feet in front of you, and you shot him in the head. There was a b- behind-the-scenes roll to see whether or not you actually hit him in the head. Oh wow! Yeah, um, it wasn't good. So the Witcher stuff is not like roll-based like that, where like there's like some sort of random roll to see if you hit or not. But it just never like it wasn't the right type of responsive. Like it was sluggish and just didn't yeah. feel awesome. Um, and then when you got into like the hard and like higher difficulties, the enemies were harder to kill. And the combat was still bad, so it just got frustrating. Yeah. Like, because there were a few fights that I had bumped up to hard for when Eric had told me that it was bad. And, like, it was serious. Like, those fights were not any fun to do. To the point where it's like, oh, no, I totally see why you are having a bad time with this game. But when you bump it down, the game, like, the gameplay becomes kind of boring. So it was, like, a, a hard thing to balance. Okay, yeah. I've heard they've patched it since then, and it has gotten better. But that game has some of the best storytelling and, yeah. like, world building. Yeah. Um. It's particularly because it already had a world built around it before they even made the first game. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. books or something. Yeah. Yep. Um. But yeah, the, and that bloody Baron storyline in that fucking game. Like, if they if they get a storyline that's even half as compelling as that little chunk of The Witcher in Cyberpunk 2077, I'll buy it twice. Cause like, All right, I'll take the other copy. That like 
the Bloody Baron storyline in The Witcher 3 was enough of a storyline for, like, your average, like, third-person action game. Like, okay. if, like that is the sort of storyline that, like, you could play through that whole storyline and be like, oh, that was, that was a good Uncharted-style, like, um, sized game. Um, Rocksteady, the guys who made the Arkham series. Yep. Everyone thought they were going to be at E3, and they were going to show off whatever game they've been working on since they finished up Batman. Uh-huh. Everyone thinks it's going to be fucking Superman. They weren't there, though. They were a no-show. Is that the new rumor, Superman? It's been that's been the rumor for a while. Okay. Um, I, well, I, I know Superman Ninja and Ninja Turtles have been the two rumors. Yeah, yeah. But I don't. I think there's actually been like some sort of like not leaks, but like there are actual reasons that people think it's Superman. Okay. Not. I mean, for one, they they expect it to be another DC character because they're owned by WB and WB owns DC. Okay. Um. But I feel like the Ninja Turtles thing was literally just, they're Wish called Rocksteady, so people just expect that, like, oh yeah, you guys should do Ninja Turtles, you're named yeah. after one of their bad well, guys. Maybe their next thing is uh, Ninja Super Turtles Man, and it's a combination of Superman and Ninja Turtles. I mean, they could do Batman crossover Ninja Turtles, because that has been a comic series. Well, I mean, they're in the, uh, the the uh, what's the fighting Oh, game? right, the they're in Injustice, game. I forgot yeah, about that. Injustice. No, th- there, is, there has been Batman and Ninja Turtles, there have been two limited series in the last, like, three years. I like that idea. The first one was actually pretty cool. The The Turtles and Shredder end up in Batman's universe. And Shredder aligns himself with um, Ra's al Ghul. Okay. And the Turtles obviously align themselves with Batman. And then the, the sequel I have not read yet, it's Batman and like some of his guys end up in the Turtles' New York City. That, that can't be good. Yeah, it can. Um, but so they, they made a statement um, about skipping E3. Um we still do not know what they are working on, but they basically told us that they're working on something, and it is just not ready to be um, displayed yet. Cool. Um, their, their actual, the thing that they actually like released was, um, we know some of you were disappointed that we were not at E3 this year. The whole team has been reading your comments, and all of us here at Rocksteady really appreciate your passion for our next project. Knowing how much it means to you keeps us inspired and energized to deliver a game that you will be proud of. We'll share it with you as soon as it's ready. They're remaking Superman 64. <laughs> I mean... How else are you going to make a Superman game but Superman 64? So you make you make, the, you make a Superman game where he doesn't have his powers. You make a Smallville game. Like, straight up, make a Smallville game. Make make a Teenage Superman where he... Because, like, common lore is Superman doesn't learn how to fly until he's, like, in his 20s. Like, okay, that, so... Yeah, I guess that could work. Like, If I remember correctly, in the... um. In the first comic, he like I never read action comics, but I think in the original comics he couldn't fly right away. He could leap over buildings and like well, he yeah. could he could basically do the Hulk thing where he just jumped really well, far. It was he could leap over wait, leap tall buildings in a single bound? Is yeah. What, 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 they, no, I I know on, that's so. the the tagline. So, but um, like, it was it always came stupid to me. Like, why do you say he can leap tall buildings in a single bound if he if he can fucking fly? Is that him leaping a tall building? Is because he can fucking fly? Or, like, what's up with that? It's kind of like in Man of Steel. I think the first time he flies in Man of Steel is after he gets the suit at the end when um when he actually flies for the first time in the movie. I think it's implied that that, that is his first time flying. Um, Like, he's up in the, in, in the like, Arctic, and he just, he puts on the suit for the first time, and he, do- yeah. he does the, the superhero, like, fist to the ground, and it's like the Matrix, and all the rocks start to shake and stuff, yeah. and then he blasts yeah. off. That's, I think that is the first time he flew. Um, So, yeah, like... They could do a, like, Superman Year One, basically, or a Smallville game, where it's, you know, it's his first, he, he has just moved to Metropolis, he is trying to figure out 
how to be a hero. Like, it doesn't have to be a... It doesn't have to be an origin, origin story, but it doesn't have to be the way the Arkham games were, where we were just picking up as Batman, being having already been Batman, yeah. having locked up his entire rogues gallery at one point or another in Arkham Asylum. Mm-hmm. It can be that, like, early Superman story where, like, he doesn't have their cape yet. Like, he doesn't know how to fly. He's strong, though, but he's not as strong as he will eventually be. Yeah. Like, maybe he doesn't know how to use... Maybe, maybe, like, the game... Like, the story of the game is him actually developing his powers, like, as you go. Like, I mean, yeah, you get upgrade points and you upgrade different powers that you... Yeah, because, like, there there have been plenty of good games where characters are super strong and can just fucking obliterate things. You just... it The game has to be set in the right way. Like, you can't... It can't be... It can't necessarily be him just taking out random criminals. Yeah. Um, but even then, like, that works for, like, Spider-Man games. Spider-Man is, like, he has super strength. Like, he has lifted buildings, essentially. Like, But it's he's not invulnerable. No. Or, it, like, that's that's it, my biggest issue. With exactly. I, but at the same time, like, he has Spider-Sense. He dodges basically everything. Yeah. Um, but, like, yeah, like, if a bullet happens to wing him, he's going down. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, I, I think there are ways to do a Superman game without it being, like, shitty, like, why are we playing as the guy who just can't get hurt? Well, you fly through rings, clearly. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> hey, you fight, you fight Doomsday, and you die. There's also, I mean, have it, have, like, a weird story where, like, it starts out on Earth and he's super powerful, just like every other game does. Like, look at Force Awakens, the, the very, or, I'm sorry, Force Unleashed. The first Force Unleashed game, the very first level, you're fucking Darth Vader, just fucking wrecking every Wookiee mm. on the planet. Yeah. And then when the game transfers to, like, the actual story, you're um, Starkiller with, like, no abilities at all. Or look at so, every sequel of God of War. Yeah, that's true, too. Every sequel of God um, of War, you had all your powers from the previous game, and they take them away. Yeah. So, like, you do that. You have the game start out where you're on Earth. You're kicking ass. You're fucking Superman. Like, people are shooting you, and they're just bouncing off of you. Um, And then, like... Something happens, and you end up on, like, a random alien planet, because Lex Luthor is a fucking asshole, and... Built a teleporter or yeah. some shit. Yeah, or, like, you end up on Apocalypse, where there's no yellow sun, and, like, you are still Superman, you still have your powers, because your your body is, like, filled with the solar energy still, but, like, you are not, like, the invulnerable fucking monster yeah. that you are on Earth. Yeah. Like... He could block out the sun like they like, did in Simpsons. I mean, like they, they've done similar stuff in in the TV Supergirl show. Like they had yeah. the um the episode this season where they had to go to that um asteroid to get the um the information on rain, and like she did not have her powers there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or even in like the most recent stuff where she went to Argo, like she yeah. did not have her powers there either because they are far enough away that they are not getting the sun on them. Yeah. Um, and the last thing is uh Metroid Prime Four is in fact in development. Everyone was wondering because it was just... It was one of the the handful of games that people genuinely expected to at least hear something about at E3. Yeah. And it was just completely absent. The only thing... The, the only, like, big thing Nintendo talked about was Smash Bros. Like, we got, um... Like, a Mario Party games coming, and some of those... Like, some of the other stuff they showed was cool, like that, that um... Demon X Machina game looking. Yeah, I, I'm very interested like, in that game. It's not that they did not show stuff that looked cool, but they did not show, like, Metroid. They didn't show the Yoshi game. Um, I, and all we've seen of Metroid so far was that one very minor tease where we just saw a logo yeah. at E3 last year. I, I feel like maybe they just 
they wanted to have something more to show besides just the, like they they're working on it, but they probably wanted more because they're practically building the Metroid Prime universe from the ground up since the last time they had this game was in the GameCube. No, so we no Metroid Prime Three was on the way. Was yeah. it on the way? Yeah. Well, then it, still it was two generations ago. That's what I'm saying. Like it's been this is now two generations that since it's, since the last one was released, maybe they want to they have to pretty much build everything from ground up so it's going to take a while they want to they last year they wanted to be like hey we're working on this and this year they probably didn't have anything to show for it so so they were just like we're not going to tease it anymore we're not going to talk about it like they do in the so that's not entirely like you're on the right track yeah you, you like you, you're on the right track but your reasoning isn't quite the same reasoning um so the, the, like reggie came out and and, and talked about it um and, like, he confirmed, like, it's still in, in development. Same thing with that Yoshi game for the Switch that was revealed, like, last year and we haven't really seen anything for. Um, but he, he basically pointed out that they do not want to talk about games that are not coming out in the next 12 months. Yeah. So, like, and if you look, like, everything that they showed, I, th- I don't think anything had. I th- think the latest release date. I think date there were two 2019 was... release dates. Yeah. I think it was that, uh, that Demon X Machina game and Fire Emblem. Okay. I think everything else was due out this year. Yeah, by holiday um, this year, yeah. And like so he he goes he goes on to say um there are times where we'll bend the, that strategy for unique situations like Metroid Prime 4 last year, but mostly we'll, we want to focus on the here and now. We don't believe it's in the fans best interest to tease them year after year after year about a piece of content. We want to say here it is, here's when it's coming, get ready for it. And Which, I I I completely agree, yeah. and I'm happy that they do that. Because look at, like, Ubisoft with Beyond Good and Evil, or Sony with every game other than Spider-Man or that they di- showed this year. Or Division 1, three fucking years in a row. Destiny was the same way. Destiny, yeah. Um, Like, a lot of these companies, they do, like, they, they have their big software, and they, they, they expect it's going to be big for them, so it's like, yeah, we don't know when it's coming out, but, like, here's what this game is, and then by the time it comes out, it's no longer that thing. I, we even have it right now with uh, Death Stranding. Isn't this year two, at least? This is three. Or is this year three? When did Metal Gear come out? Well, 2015. So 2016 E3, I think, was when they announced Death Stranding. Yeah. Sounds right. Well, was it Death Stranding that they or that was, they announced that, or was that uh, Silent Hills that they announced? No, Silent, no, Silent Hills was fucking. That was like, like 2014. Launch. That that was okay. Silent Hills was a year before Metal Gear Five came out. Okay. Yeah. Um. W- was I right about Five being 2015? Yeah. Um. So Metal, so Metal Gear Five was 2015. Um. And then Death Stranding was announced at E3 2016. So this is the second E3. But I want to say E3 it's... E3 2016? Yeah. So then that would be the third it's, Oh, it's God, yeah, third. you're right. I'm sorry. And do we have a release date for it yet? No. We don't even know what the hell it is. No. It's a delivery so, game. So it's... I, like, I hate stuff when they do things like that. Like like what they're doing with, with uh, Death Stranding. So I'm happy that Nintendo's like, we teased it last year. You'll get it when we've got something. Yeah, like, that's <laughs> not a bad strategy. It's just, it's a shame because it was a big enough tease that people do want to see more about it. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, like, if that game isn't going to be out until 20, like, late 2019, early 2020, it it is dumb to show yeah. anything now and then have people be like, well, where's the game? Like, yeah. when's it coming out? Why did you tease us about it? Um, I can see both sides. Yeah. Yeah, the, me too. That, like, I mean, that's basically what I just especially said. Especially with what Nintendo showed off and how disappointed a lot of people were with 
Nintendo's showing this year. I think that might be part I, of the reason why I thought they would show something, because they didn't really have anything else. Yeah. Well, I think people more so were disappointed at their showing because they spent 20 minutes well, of their 45 on Smash Bros. Yes. If they didn't spend 20 minutes of their 45, they might have been less but disappointed. They didn't have anything else to show. That, yeah, that's that, the thing. But, I mean, they like like we had said last year, or last week, they talked about the characters three times in those 20 minutes. Yeah. I, I was super excited because I, I'm I'm so happy all the characters are going to be in it, and it's going to be base price for all the characters. I'm pumped. But, like, that's excessive, and I can understand, like, people being a little upset. Like, you spent 20 minutes on this one thing. You could have probably just cut it off and had it a 35-minute thing and only spent 15 minutes on it, or 10 minutes on it. Like, like that's pro- I I kind of see maybe people being upset about that. But I also, yeah, they didn't have a lot to show, but what they did show was... Did seem pretty exciting. Like I, I want, I, I still want to get the Mario Rabbids game. I still want to get uh, Mario Tennis. Um, Mario, I'm, I actually like having Mario Party games. I know you guys think they're the worst things in the world. I actually enjoy them. So it's, I'm like, what God, I saw. You're so broken. <laughs> I, I, look, I might not play them a lot, but I actually do enjoy that. Like the, it's, it's a lot of money for like not a real game. I think that's the problem. I mean, but. You don't have people over. I have people over. Yeah, I, I mean, again, like, like you're right. It's all about preference. Even having people over, I Mario Party would be the last thing I'd be like, hey guys, let's play Mario Party. I, it is a almost every party that I go to with my group with with, with a group of friends, they're pulling out Mario Party uh, uh, GameCube or maybe even sixty four. Are I your friends remember. mostly your age? Um, yeah. So it might just be like a like a generation thing. Like you guys were like the right age when the first one came out, whereas like I didn't play it when it first came out. Oh, I didn't play the first Mario Party I played was GameCube. If not, still you would have been what like thirteen when that came out. I can't remember twelve or thirteen. Like the first one I played, I was seventeen. But but they they always play it because they have a drinking game with it. Okay, yeah, I mean that's so, different. But it's still like I'm like you know what I, I would very much enjoy. It's nine o'clock. And That's the Mr. second Softy. time they've been around. He was around like half an hour ago. Oh, uh, I didn't hear him. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. Well, he goes this way, and then he goes around the apartments. And then comes back. But he doesn't. He generally doesn't come back, so he'll leave. But you can just, it's so loud you can hear yeah. him. Yeah. Or maybe he'll go around the apartments, and you can hear him, and then he comes through. But, um, yeah, I, I, I've always enjoyed the Mario Party games. Like, I'll play through them once, and I'll play through each level once, and I'll unlock everything. Just so I have another party thing for people to play. Like the other day, uh, was it two weeks ago? Um, we, I had a bunch of people over unexpectedly and I had to set up the Thanks Wii for the invite. It, it was, no, it this was fucking guy every time. Right? I know. It was we never 100%. Shit. It was unexpected because we went to the nerd flea market thing. So neither of us live more than 10 minutes away. I, I can no. walk here. It was, we went to the nerd flea market thing where we thought it was going to be a lot bigger. So after we walked around it for 25 minutes and saw everything and bought the things we were going to buy, we were like, what do we do? So we came back here for an hour and played Smash. That's literally, that's all we did. So I'm like, you know, it would have been nice eight to players. Have, I only have, I don't think I have enough controllers. I have players. Wii U's. I, I have like four controllers at home. But anyway, it doesn't <laughs> matter. I'm just saying it would have been nice to have other party things that weren't like just Jackbox or you should like, you should get one to switch. Uh, see that I'm not really that interested. So like it's it's, it's yeah, okay. Drew and I played it at my house. It's actually like 
as long as you have the right group of people where like two people doing it at a time wouldn't like make people all angry and bitter um it's a lot of fun because it's 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 really goofy and it's it's one of those like um like if like you and i were doing the games at, at, at that turn Everybody else would sit around and like laugh at how bad we were at them. Okay. Yeah. Like, because there's like the yoga pose game and the quick draw game. And yeah. Not so, not all of them are winners, but no. enough of them are actually like a fun time. Yeah. That, uh, yeah. Uh, the majority of what we play, I think we played basically everything. Yeah, I think we went through every game. The, uh, we didn't do like the runway one. Yeah, and that's well, that was mostly the dance just one. Those that was like a space issue too. Like. Yeah. My living room is just not big enough for two grown adults to do some of those things. Yeah. Um, same thing with, like, the gorilla one. Like, there's yeah, no way uh, we could yeah. have done the gorilla one in front of my television. No. Um, but anyway, that's all the news. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna take a real quick break so that I can save this. Yeah, we and can then, play um, HQ while you're saving. I hate you. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we'll be right back. We're back, everybody. Yeah, we're back. Yay. So let's get into uh, stuff we've been doing. And, All right. Um, I'm going to go first. No. All right, fine. Go first. Um, I want to talk about Incredibles. Just don't spoil it. I won't. Um, and actually, before I talk about Incredibles, um, two games that I uh, checked out, or not checked out, but like I've been playing. So I did uh, Command & Conquer Rivals, which we briefly talked about last week. It is not letting me download it. Yeah, I still haven't been able to get yeah, it. Yeah, I got either. it the day that they announced that you could get it for Maybe it was only available that day. I tried. Uh, literally. Oh, so, no, I guess I was watching that the next day. No, I watched that live. So I did not get it like while the conference was on. It was one of those, like, I went I went in, I registered for it, and then like three hours later I was refreshing it, and it was available. I got it, though, and I played it for a while. What do you mean by refreshing it? Like, I was going into the store and, like, pulling down so that the page would reload. Okay. Maybe I, maybe I searched it again, because I forget if you can even do that on the Play Store. Like, I, I've i searched it. I even unclicked pre-order and then clicked pre-order again, and it still... You know, at, at a certain point, I went, I got I got the page, I reloaded the page in the App Store, in the Play Store, and rather than it saying, like, you have already pre-registered for this game, it said, download now. And, it, I mean, it's just a trial for it, like, it's not the full game. Mm-hmm. There's not much to it. Like, it's it's super scaled back from what, like, a Command & Conquer is. It's much... Sure. It is basically like a Clash Royale or any of those other, yeah. like, tower defense games. It's you versus an opponent. You each have... Just like they showed on the thing, you each have a tower. And there is, like, a central point that you're trying to control. Um, the first person to control it long enough fires a missile at their opponent. And that missile takes about half of their life. And then if you can control that platform for, like, another X amount of time, it fires another missile and takes out the rest of their life. Um, and the whole time, you are basically, like, just building troops and sending troops out. Um, it does have some of, like, the normal stuff. Like, you have to build, like, a barracks right away to be able to create infantry troops. And you have to build, like, a vehicle depot to be able to create yeah, vehicles. Yeah, that's, that's, that's so, Command and Conquer 100%. Yeah, so it, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's got those standard, like, RTS things. Like, you can't just sit there and, like, throw things out just because you have an inventory for them. You have to have, like, the things to do it. Yeah. Um And then uh, there's all there's some, like, specialty stuff that you start unlocking as you play. Like, um, turrets that you can put down and um, a, a special vehicle that travels around and just picks up, like, the 
the um resource you need to make troops essentially i'm assuming it's still um, tiberium I've, yeah yeah that's so, what it was i'm sorry yeah, I, the, I was never the harvesters a, yeah i was never a command and conquer player so i don't so there's probably a lot of like the terms in yeah. this yeah. that like you guys would probably be like okay yeah that's command and conquer mm. that for me it's just like yeah no it's 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 a resource um it's uh it, it's not very hard cuz it's really just as long as you as you're dropping things fast enough you're probably going to win um until until people like get good at it and then you're playing people online and they're just going to wreck you especially the people that spend money on the game cuz I'm sure it'll be a pay to win game like these usually are um maybe we'll have to see how game, it goes games like this usually end up being that way not for no other reason than like they offer loot boxes and people will spend hundreds if not thousands of dollars on loot boxes that inevitably get them like cool classes i, I mean i've got 10 Google dollars right now that I could totally use on that game if I wanted to. No, you, um, you totally could. But, um, well, it would be, I mean, cause I'm assuming it's still GDI and Nod that are the two factions. I believe so. Cause, the, like, the there was guys, a blue team and a red team. I can did, tell the you. Red, did they have, like, flag symbols at all? I, why don't I just open it and look? Yeah. Cause I do if remember. If one's an eagle and one's a scorpion tail, then yes, it's. GDI and not. Because I do remember them when they were doing the uh, thing on the EA press conference. One guy was like, all I wanted to do was build a mammoth tank. So I'm like, that's totally GDI. Yeah, GDI and not. Okay. Yeah. And then. So I want to say, I feel like mammoth tanks have shown up in like generals and red alert. Like, I don't think that's been exclusively a Tiberium uh, game and thing. You, and you can play as both factions, at least yeah. in, like, the single-player side of it, like, when you're just playing the the, yeah. the AI. Um, you can't pick Nod until you reach level 4, though. Okay. Interesting. Um, well, it's Nod has different abilities and different weapons, so it's... I'm although sure I wonder how that manifests in this game. What do you mean? But If they actually have, like... Yeah, no, they do. They do. If You yeah. didn't watch the EA thing, did you? I did. Yeah, they, the, but the, I the nod has like flame tanks and shit like that. Okay, but like, which I, they, and basically, they have like underground borrowing things and whatnot as well. They, they basically kind of just cancel each other out to an extent. Like, yeah. what what one side has, the other side will have something that, if not the same thing, does the same like amount of damage and such. Well, yeah, it's always how command and conquer. Yeah, games like it's work. balanced. Like, the the nod yeah. would have the flame tanks, but the GDI would have machine gun tanks. So the machine, the flame tanks and machine gun tanks, they're really good against infantry, but they suck against tanks. Yeah, and like that's so how then, this is. Like, yeah. like there's there are there are infantry guys that have weapons that are actually good against vehicles. So you yeah. send them against the vehicles. The vehicles are good against you know like the turrets or something like that. Yeah. Um, and you you can send your your troops to attack the bases directly, but it it does way more use if you have your troops just on as many of the platforms as there are. I I. I would assume that's probably just a way to end the match faster if you're completely decimating them. This way you don't have to wait for the thing to... So the, the time limit's not very long, and you barely do any damage to the base when you have your stuff attacking them. So, like, if you send all of your troops to attack the base, then yeah, you might do a lot of damage, but your enemy can just send their troops to the platform then, and then they're going to hit your base in 30 seconds and destroy it. Well, I mean, I was saying, like, if you have all the platforms... And now you go oh, yeah. attack the base. So that is what I've done a couple of times. Like I've had, I've had a high enough like percentage of the platform controlled that I knew the enemy was not going to be able to wipe me out. So I started sending all my new troops to the base because yeah. at this point they were at the base, and I was able to just quickly divert them to any new troops that were built. Because you don't get to place your troops on the map. Like when you build them, they build at your base, and you have to march them to where you yeah. want them. That's which usually. makes sense. Like it would be totally unfair if you could just drop them anywhere. 
Um, or even like dropping them just closer to like the platforms would be unfair since the, it's, the well, yeah, map's not very big. I mean, that's that's how Command and Conquer games yeah. always were. You build uh, you built something. If it was a troop, it comes out of the barracks. If it was a vehicle, it comes out of the garage. And then you have to send it to wherever you're going to send it to. Yeah, so when you build those things, they don't really get built on the map the way that you would expect from, like, an RTS. It's just kind of like... Well, yeah, it's... They just exist, so then you get the option to make yeah. what those things can make. It's, it's just a smaller version yeah. of it. It's yeah. also, like, card-based, kind of. Like, all of your different weapons and troops and stuff, you get cards for them, like, for winning. And there's, like, um like free loot boxes, plus there's, like, the pay to pay stuff. Um, that, so let's say you get, like, just a regular, like, rifleman sort of inf- infantry card. Um, if you get, like, four of them, you combine them, and it lets you then pay some of the in-game currency, which you, you get just by playing, to level them up. Okay. And, like, the more you level them up, obviously, the better that particular troop is. Yeah. So, like, there, there's that whole thing to it. Like, there, there is a lot to it, and for people that like tower defense games... It'll probably be cool. I don't know if it'll be something for, like, hardcore, like, Command & Conquer fans, because there's not a whole lot of strategy to it. Mm-hmm. It's really just, like, control a platform and blow up your enemy first. Well, yeah, I mean, it's... there. It's probably not a lot of strategy when you're fighting an AI, but maybe when you're playing against people who have different strategies than the AI is. That's yeah. where the strategies come into play. But, if you're just playing the AI, then it's... But e- even then, very like... very straightforward. It... If it's gonna, if it's like any of those other tower defense games, which it, it seems like it is, like strategy is going to be very sort of surface level. Like maybe some people will have different ways that they like drop their troops, but it's still just going to be everybody trying to get into the middle and hold the spot. Yeah. But like, whereas like, I, I, like, like I said, like I never really played Command and Conquer, but I know like when you're playing those games, you know, there's a lot more like. That you have to think about, like where you want to build things, who you want to build, where you want to put them. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a yeah. lot to those games that, like, a mo, like a free mobile game just isn't going to have. Yeah. Um, but like for people that like tower defense games, it's probably going to be pretty cool. Like when it's actually out, because it's still it's still listed as pre-alpha when I launch it. Yeah, so. it's it's going to be pre-alpha for a while. I think. Oh yeah. Um, the other thing that I've been playing is Xenoblade Chronicles Two. Okay. Um, I've. I'm just over 10 hours into it, so I'm not really anywhere yet. Yeah. Um, it's really cool, though, because you played Chronicles I, X, I played right? I Chronicles X, yes. I Which, played Xenoblade Chronicles. Do you know how, how, if at all, that ties into Chronicles 1? It's all completely different. Like, Xenoblade Chronicles X, like, I don't really know the story of Xenoblade Chronicles. I don't know anything that's going on in that world. All I know is Xenoblade Chronicles X, you are... You crash land on a planet because you're trying to find a new home for humans. That's all. That's all I know from any past story. It's okay, and I don't think it has anything to do with it's. It's like it's a spiritual successor. Like it might be in that universe, but it's on a completely different planet in a completely different okay. area. So it, it's it's in that whole. It's it's similar to the way that like Xeno Gears and Xeno Saga and all that stuff are like loosely tied together. Like, yeah, they're they're in a shared universe. To some extent, but they're not actually because yeah. Xenoblade Chronicles Two is a sequel to Xenoblade Chronicles, um, but it's one of those sequels where the the parts that tie them together are loose. Yeah, and I never played the first one because if I I believe the first one was the one on Wii that like GameStop helped publish in the U or distribute yeah, in yeah, the U.S. 
Yeah. That, that there was like that and two other games that had helped publish in the U.S. because and it was one of those things where they basically helped distribute it and then immediately marked them all used and sold them for eighty dollars. Yeah, and, I bought. I think I bought my copy for fifty bucks. I haven't played it. Yeah, and it, it is a they did a re, they did end up releasing it on the 3ds for, when they um when they released the new 3ds. Yeah, you need a new 3ds to play. Yeah. Um. But I, I actually looked up after I started this one. I'm like, how are they connected? Because I've seen stuff from the first one. So, like, the, your sword looks like the sword from the first one. Yeah. But, like, not all the way there. Yeah. Um, but, like, I knew it was a different char- main character. Um, so I looked up, and I didn't, I didn't look up to get spoilers. I just looked up, like, are they connected? And a lot of what I saw was, like, there are parts in the game where, like, character names are used or places are used. And I guess even, like, a character shows up from the first one. So it's one of those, like, they're definitely in the same world, but I think they're, like, hundreds and hundreds of years apart. Yeah. Because you find out fairly early on that there are several characters in this game that are, like, 800-plus years old. Yeah. That you don't realize are that old. Um, But it's neat. The story is definitely interesting. Like, more... I thought it looked kind of interesting just from, like, the, the trailers and stuff that they yeah. were showing before it came out. Um, The voice acting is really bad, though. I'm not like, surprised. I am... I am usually one of those people where, like, I'd rather just play it in English so I don't have to read. Um, while, like, because, like, there's random dialogue happening. And, like, there are times where, like, I will look away and just be listening to what they're saying. Um, but, like, the voices are so bad, I would much rather switch it to the Japanese voices. Yeah. But you can't. Um, and the funny thing is, so far, anyway, the only character with a good, like, voice acting going on is that the, the main female the, with, with the, um, red hair. The one whose character model is like the most like not offensive but like overdone like because yeah. she's one that she has giant boobs and basically doesn't wear pants. Yeah, it's like so the character model is kind of like I don't know I, I can't think of the right word for it. But then the like the voice acting and everything is really well done, and every other character sounds like they're doing bad Game of Thrones impressions. Like the, your main character that you play as, um, he sounds like he's trying to sound like Jon Snow. <laughs> but doesn't quite know how he's supposed to sound. Yeah, that sounds about right. And a lot of them have that. A lot of them have these like bad, and like they're probably not actually they're probably actually the people's real accents, but they just come out very poorly, like Scottish English accents. And there's no like DLC to get the uh, Japanese voices. Not that I could find. I didn't. I didn't go digging for it too much, so it's totally possible. But it's not just built into the game. Yeah, because normally. In games like that, you can there's they release DLC almost immediately to have the Japanese. I mean, depends. I think like Persona did that. They did it with Xenoblade Chronicles X. Okay, so maybe they did do I it, believe, and I just didn't say I it. I believe they did it with Xenoblade Chronicles X. I remember. I'm pretty I, sure I remember playing that game with Japanese voices. So, uh, this like I said, the story and it's pretty cool. Like other than the voice, like you can get past the voice acting. Um, it is a very dense game though. Like the combat is overly complicated. Um, so I don't, I, I vaguely remember seeing you play X a couple of times. Yeah. And I know, like, it involved, like, mech suits and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, this one is, you basically just auto-attack. Like, there's no attack button. When you, when you start combat, you just have to auto-attack. Yeah. But you can't move. If you move, it's, st- you stop auto-attacking. Yeah. But you auto-attack to build up your special meter. And then you get, like, your, th- three of the four face buttons become, like, special attacks based on what your blade is. And, like, your blade is, like, the redhead is a blade. Yeah. I don't know if you guys remember that from the, the trailers yeah. and all. And, like, every character, every, it's a three-person party. Every driver can have up to three blades that they can switch between in battle. Um, 
but you're just building up to use these three specials. And then when you use the specials enough, you get like an actual like super move. And the super moves have up to four levels. And then if you, when you're doing that, if you use your level one, it starts a combo. And then it'll, it will show you in this weird tree, like, I used a fire element level one. If I now use an earth or a water element level two, it'll bump it up to this third one where I can then use one of these other four options to do this mega attack. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's really hard to pull those off, though. Unless, I'm sure later in the game when you actually can, like right now I can only switch between two blades and I don't have a whole lot of options. Like I have Pyra, which hers is fire, and then I have this weird like dog thing that I don't, I can't, I haven't figured out what his element is yet because I haven't been able to actually have a fight with him last long enough to get like the special build up. Um, and then your other two characters you have no control over. Yeah. So like they will build up their special meter still and you'll have a prompt to either hit, um, either the shoulder buttons to set them off. And apparently the game is smart enough that if you have started a combo, that prompt will not show up for them until they are at the right level of the special to progress the combo. Okay. Okay. Um, so your combo can be coincided with their combo as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah. you do not have to hit like all of them with the same character because there's a countdown too. So you only have so much time yeah. to hit each level. Okay. Um, so it, it actually works out a little bit if you time it where... If, like, say you know that... Because, like, they're always the same, like, depending on, like, what characters you're using. So if you know that your fire one it, at level... If you know your fire is always, like, a level two for, like, both people, you can um, hold your fire one, like, as it's getting close to level two before you hit off one of theirs. Let one of theirs jump off and then immediately hit your level two fire. And then you have extra time for... The other, one of the other characters to build theirs back up to three to hit the final level to get like yeah. the super damage on the opponent and some other stuff happens too. It sounds like a very intuitive system that like maybe the more you play, the easier so it becomes. I had to Google how it actually worked because the game does such a bad job explaining it to you. Like yeah. it's one of those things where there's no tutorials in the game, like or there's no menu in the game where you can go back and like review it. And they just throw it to you, like, in the middle of the game. So, like, you're playing the game, and it just it stops you in the middle of, like, a boss fight and goes, Oh, hey, by the way, you can do this thing if this makes any sense to you. And it's early enough in the game that you don't know, like, all of the terms and stuff yet. So, like, because they use all of the in-game terms. It's like, use your blade arts to do this elemental combo. And it makes no fucking sense early on. Well, and I think maybe if you might have played... Xenoblade Chronicles, you might have known what they were talking about, Blade Arts and stuff. So I think that is different for this game from well, like I mean, a couple like you, things that I read. I'm just saying, like, you might have known what a Blade Art is, is what I'm saying. It's like, possible. And, like, I knew what the Blade Arts were, but, like, I didn't get the whole level yeah. thing or that, like, it, they never tell you that your your extra characters will not prompt you for their specials until they have the level that will go for the combo. Yeah. And they also don't tell you that the little that their little dots appear to show you what level they're at. So like, because like the little white dots, especially if you're playing handheld, are kind of hard to notice. Um, but yeah, like the combat's just super dense, and so are the um, the, like the world is huge. Yeah. Like I've I've only been on one actual like Titan so far, and I've had to look up twice how to find things because the quest markers don't point you in the direction. Like you get like that compass at the top, and like when you're centered, it's kind of there. But if you run in that direction, sometimes you're nowhere near where you actually need to be. Um, and there's nothing 
not every quest will show up on the map, especially if the quest is in a section you haven't been to yet, so you don't have the map. Mm. You have to find your way to that area first. And at one point, it's literally this tiny little path between two mountains that I ran around for 45 minutes trying to find. When I finally Googled it, every post on, on this forum was like, I ran around for two hours and couldn't find it. Or I've been running around for like half an hour and I just happened to stumble across it. So like they did a bad job in that. I mean, um, yeah. Like just be like, you shouldn't, mostly because the world is, and I don't know if, um, X was like this. Monsters are not necessarily like region specific for level. So there, there are sections where there are like your level, like five monsters that are around your level. And then there's like three birds flying around that are level 99. Yeah. And they will they will aggro you no matter where you're at and kill you in one hit. That's fucking terrible. Yeah, the so the one good thing they do is um it's not a game over if you die. Okay. Um it actually just um it it reloads you at the last um like major point you were at on the map. So the last like quick travel point basically. Um so that's not so bad cuz you generally don't lose too much because the quick travel points are pretty numerous okay and even dying in story stuff so the first time that you fight with a blade um i died because i i didn't they they just kind of throw you into a fight and say here fight this guy um and i didn't really understand like the controls at that point so it was one of those where like we both had one hit left and the other guy happened to hit me first um but they just literally reload you right before the fight again so you just redo the fight like and they they reload reload you like a step back so if you have, like, an item or something, because there's a bunch of items you can do to, like, give yourself a little extra health or up your defense for, like, set amount of time, you have time mm-hmm. to actually do that real quick before you go back that, into the fight. That's cool. Sounds about, that sounds like Xenoblade Chronicles X, because I remember when I went to go beat that game, I died fighting the final boss, and I got stuck in the room with the final boss, because they just bring you back. But they bring you back, like, if your mechs had died, your mechs are gone. <laughs> So they didn't bring your mechs back or anything. They just brought you back. Nice. So I'm like, this is kind of stupid. I need to go power level and get stronger mechs. Yeah, that does suck. I mean, one thing that they did nice is... So there's no... At least where I'm at now, I can't use items in battle. So, like, there's not potions I can buy to, like, restore my health. But, like, one of my characters, the class is a healer. So, like, some of their abilities just... They attack, and their attack also heals party members um my character as well as as that healer character also has an attack that when you hit the enemy it drops a like it pulls a potion out of them and then you just have to run over the potion and it adds health to your whole party okay um and depending on how well you time your attack there's a chance for it to give you more than one potion so like if for some reason you're like half health and you time it right you might get three potions and then get your health like back up to where it should be yeah um, and you also have like a, there's a, basically like a party bar that fills up as you're going and it's got three sections for every section that you have filled. Um, it is one time that you can revive a character, including yourself. So like if your main character falls in battle, whereas like in a lot of R- RPGs, like that's game over. Like you, like in, um, mm-hmm. persona, persona and, um, wasn't Final Fantasy 15 that way. If Noctis died, if Noctis died, died. Yeah. But, like, because you had that weird, like, you could crawl around and somebody could come get you. Yeah. Um, so, like, if you get knocked out, like, you, you can't control yourself anymore. 
But as long as you have like at least one segment, one of your party members will come over yeah. and raise you up. It sounds it sounds like it's very similar to Xenoblade Chronicles X, just not just very different as well because Xenoblade Chronicles X didn't have like the blades and stuff yeah. like that. And like it is really cool. Like I like once I started getting the hang of like the combat and like the world and everything, um, it's gotten better. And it it, it was probably like seven hours, eight hours in where like I kinda started to feel confident. Yeah. And like I haven't there's still something in the menu that I haven't unlocked yet. Because, like, when I open the menu, um, as the game goes, there was a whole bunch of things with question marks, and now I have one thing left that's still just three question marks. Okay. So at some point, they're going to unlock another, like, thing for me to do. Um, but I can see why it's, like, an 80-hour game. Like, there's so much, like... Oh, yeah. There's even... Th- one of the one of the characters is not, like... He is not good enough to be a driver. And, like, the whole thing is, like, if you pick up one of the crystals that make blades, and you're not, like, a driver... Um, it basically fucking murders you, or at least, like, causes you, like, serious injury. Yeah. Um, so he made his own fake blade that's basically a robot. Um, so his robot blade doesn't quite have, like, like, you can't do the same things to power her up that you can for other blades. Okay. Instead, you have to go play a really shitty, um, retro game at his house. Great. Um, where it's, it's just, you just have to go down in, like, the water. And avoid things and while collecting treasure. Um, and every time you... For every level you complete, you get, like, parts. And the more parts you get, the more upgrades you can do to her. Yeah. Um, but, like, I don't know if I want to play that retro game because it wasn't much fun. And apparently you have to play it, like, hundreds of times to get her, like, final upgrade. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to playing more of it. And it's nice that I can just, like... I played it on the TV a bunch, but, like, when we're watching TV and it's something that I don't need to pay attention to, I can just, like, pick it up out of the dock and sit there and, like, yeah. play that and watch TV. Yeah. Sounds, so. sounds like, very similar to Xenoblade Chronicles X. Yeah. And I, I want to get it. I want to play the first one first. I th- honestly, like, I think you could jump right into this one. Oh, I, you absolutely can, just, I'm sure. Just so you don't have to go back to, like, a Wii game. That's mm-hmm. retardedly expensive. Well, he's, you have it already. I already said, have right? it. Oh, okay. You yeah, have it I already. bought it. I think it was 45 when I bought it, and I just haven't gone back to play it. Yeah, like, I might pick it up for the 3DS, because I do have a new 3DS at some point. Just, yeah. like, after I play this one, I might grab it just so I can see, like, what that game was like. Just because, like, if there are the ties to it, like, playing the first one, at least I'll get the ties after I play it. Like, yeah. oh shit, that thing was in this thing, and stuff like that. Um, But yeah, other than that, um, I saw Incredibles 2, and it's really good. It's incredible. Is it incredible? Yeah, it's an incredible too. Yeah, it is incredible also. Okay. Um they do a really good job of kind of just picking it up where the last one left off. Yeah. So it I don't know how soon after the first one it picks up, but like it is soon enough that like aren't they fighting the moment at the beginning of the movie? Oh shit, yeah. And the end of the movie so they that, were fighting the moment. Yeah, that is basically how it starts up. Yeah. I forgot about that. It's been a long time since I saw Incredibles one. Yeah. Um but you know, like there is not a whole lot of superheroing in it from like the whole team. Like it is very much like it's it's a family story. Well yeah, it's... um but it's also like like I mean they show you in the trailers, like Elastigirl gets like recruited to help like make superheroes not illegal anymore. Yeah. So she is off like working basically and the family is kind of like left to their own devices. Yeah. Um a lot of the humor comes from Jack Jack because like you see I think it was at the end of the first one where like you see that he has powers. He gets his mm-hmm. powers. Yeah. And like the family finally starts to find out about the powers in this one. And like they're 
there there is a scene with him and a raccoon that is very fun. Yeah. Where like you get to see just how many powers he kind of has. Um it it did suffer in the villain section a little bit. Like the first one, like like that the villain in the first one I like I thought was good for that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um in this one, like the villain was predictable and just it it was lacking. But Bob Odenkirk's a, a character voice. So that makes up for not having a great villain because he's awesome. Yeah. Um, they also, like, you get to see a lot more heroes in this one with, like, weird powers. Cool. Um, there's a guy called, um, Reflux. Oh, God. And he's, like, an old man who vomits lava? Okay. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> cool. Yeah, it, it was, it was a lot of fun. Um, I actually went to Movie Tavern to see it, too, which was even better. Yeah. Because I don't know if, if you guys know, there's a Movie Tavern in Exton. That's like half hour, forty five minutes closer than the Collegeville one. Yeah, I know that one. I didn't I've, know that. I've been to that one a handful of times. Um, or once, and it it seemed a little nicer than the Collegeville it, one. Oh, it's much nicer <coughs> than the College. Like I believe you can select your seats. Yeah, and, you can select your seats, and it's got the reclining seats. Yeah, and it's got reclining. It's, oh, nice. It's yeah. newer. It's a lot newer. Yeah, like, this was. It, it seemed newer. Like I don't know if you ever went to that um, Appetites on Main that. Is in Exton. Ar- no. Eric and Audrey used to go there all the time after we went and saw movies at IMAX. And yeah, it's built right there in that shopping center. It's it's awesome. Yeah, that's that's actually that's the same shopping center that has the World of Beer. Yeah, yeah, we saw that too. The uh, like the uh, epic trivia nights that they have there. Like I went to oh, the okay. that one Disney trivia night and the Harry Potter trivia night. That like it was the middle of it was all it was the end of fall, almost winter. I remember you talking about and it, and we were sitting outside. That's how many people were there. Yeah, I remember you talked about yeah. that before. Um, but yeah, it, it, if you guys enjoyed the first Incredibles, like this one, this one definitely holds up with that. Yeah, like that because like it's not like the even the first one. The first one was not about like them fighting villains. Like it's not a superhero movie. Like it's about the, it's about a bunch of people that happen to have powers that they're not really allowed to use. Yeah, and like kind of like the growth of the the family from there. Yeah. So yeah, that's it. Cool. Um, how about you, Rich? What 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 have you been up to? Um, well, it was uh before E three, I went to this uh uh Riot Fest nerd um uh, uh flea market thing that was supposed to be in Philly. They've they hold a punk rock flea market quotes punk rock flea market every, like once every couple of months at the Armory in Philly. This time they were holding the nerd flea market. And it was very disappointing, and I was upset that I actually paid to get into this thing. Uh, but I did buy this awesome, like, Incredible Hulk computer thing. I showed Cobbett, and Drew, and this is, this is really cool. It's, uh, a 1996 Hulk computer figure that, uh, I got for five bucks. I could sell for thirty. So that was pretty neat that I did that. Um, besides that, I did, uh, I believe I talked about last time that we talked about things that I watched, I caught up on Voltron. And then the new Voltron season came out since then. Oh, and God, I, is there another one? Yeah, and I caught up on that one, and that was a really, really good season. So I think it's season six now. Uh, I tweeted about it last week, because uh, season, I believe it's season six. Season six, episode three, has a Dungeons & Dragons episode. It's called it, Monsters and Mana, okay. but it's, it's, essentially it's the characters playing Dungeons & Dragons, and sure. it's, it's so cool. Like, I was like, I was so happy to watch it. Um, yeah, it still holds up. Uh, it had a really good finale this season. And I'm, 
I'm excited to see where it goes from there. I really need to catch up on that. It's it's gotten so much better than season one. And I really and, enjoyed season one. Yeah, like, I had no real complaints about it. Season one was good. Season two was okay, but it was a little bit longer. The last four seasons have been short seasons. Oh, okay. And they release them so rapidly that it's so much easier to watch. So it's almost like, and, it's almost not like it's, they're short seasons. It's like they're regular size seasons with just like a bunch of breaks. Yeah. And it's like most, like in season one and two, they had like three or four filler episodes each. Each one of these seasons, maybe one filler episode. Maybe. Like the Dungeons and Dragons episode was a filler episode. Um, last season, season five, I don't think they had a real filler episode. Like, they had an episode that didn't directly tie too much to the full story, but they still had story elements in it. Whereas the Dungeons & Dragons episode was completely and utterly... You could skip it and not miss a beat. Um, but yeah, it's watch Voltron Legendary so, Defender. It's, I, it's I, cool. I just need to show you this real quick. Um, somebody posted that picture in a Facebook group with the caption, Edward? question mark. Oh, no. <laughs> That's terrible. That's so mean. Did you ever see Full Metal Alchemist? No. Okay, then it would mean nothing to yeah. you. Uh, I'm trying to remember. I, I just put too soon in the comments. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I did, again, play some more Monster Hunter. Um, they released Arch-Tempered Kieran. God, how how are this you still just, playing this game? Because they release new shit all the just time. Just get your damn platinum and play something No, even different. if I get the platinum, because they released Arch-Tempered Kieran two weeks ago, which is the, uh, like, they have... Like tempered, and now it's arch tempered, which is even more health, more damage, and whatnot. And Kieran is the hardest tempered elder dragon to kill because he has an ability that quote unquote randomly drops lightning down, and if you get hit with that lightning, that's a one hit cart. And so arch tempered was even worse because the lightning was more random and more widespread. I ended up having to build a bow and arrow set just for that. Because I couldn't kill it any. I, I fought the thing probably 20 times. I killed it twice with melee weapons and four times with bows and arrows. Because it just, it was that friggin' hard. One hit kills kill you. Um, the next, the next Arch Tempered, which comes out this week, is going to be Arch Tempered Valhazak, which, if they didn't alter its special ability, should be really simple. Because that is one of the easiest tempered or easiest uh, elders to fight. It has this like smoke stuff that comes out, which as long as you have a, an ability to negate that completely set up, then it's not even a big deal, and you just have to hit it. Um, and I'm still I'm counting down the days for uh, Behemoth, which should be coming maybe next month. They said summer, so we I didn't have, realize it was that soon. Yeah, they said summer 2018, so it's either next month or August. Um, September is technically also summer. Eh, Until the twentieth. Yeah, I guess, but I think it's going to be next month because I don't. As far as we know, they don't have anything else in store. But they even they brought out Lunastra like without any knowledge of it prior to, except for just rumors, and it just came out of nowhere. Um, I'm trying to I'm trying to think what else I'd done. Um, because there's oh, have you been keeping up on uh, uh My Hero Academia? Yeah, actually, I did. I forgot about that. I did just watch. So I had I, I let episodes build up, so I had like four of them to watch. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I watched the most recent four, and Which wow, those last the two. Mo- the last episode wasn't that was was uh, United States of Smash not the greatest scene in any anime ever to have it, you've ever experienced. Yeah. The, like the last two episodes were fucking fantastic. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, it's it's amazing. Like I was so pumped. Like I was on the edge of my seat near crying because I was afraid of what might happen and then what did happen was worlds better. And it's like like we've talked about my hero Druton and mm-hmm. one of the main characters' name is All Might. He's like the big the number one hero. And all right. of his uh abilities are like smash, so he does like Dakota Smash or whatever state smash. Okay. Well, he did, like, I guess his ultimate punch, and he just shouts, United States of Smash, and just beats down on this dude's face. The greatest scene I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, like, and it, so that show, for the most part, has been about, like, the students. Right. Um, and, like, it's always cool to, like, see them, like, triumph over, like, bad guys that they probably shouldn't be able to beat. Mm-hmm. But I've also, I don't know, I, I'm getting a little just kind of, like, worn out of um Midoriya just constantly using the powers too much and hurting himself and ending up in the hospital. Yeah. And like I get it. Like he's he is pushing himself beyond what he should because that is the only way he can like Yeah. get like like in the at that camp thing. Like the only way that he could stop the thing that was going to kill him and the other little boy was to go over a hundred percent. Yeah. Um I like that they find like like the doctor was basically like, dude, you're fucked. Like you're never going to heal again because you just pulverized every joint yeah. muscle and ligament in your body yeah i mean they did that with um with, with the uh games season as well because he flicked his fingers too many times he, they're like i'm not healing you anymore if this happens again because it's just it's too much yeah but it wasn't even that like it wasn't even so much like that um that she that she wouldn't heal him it was like look there is no amount of healing that will actually fix you now like, yeah. we did what we could, but, like, you're just fucked. You're never yeah. going to be the same. Yeah, but based on what happened, I feel like he's going to have the ability to heal himself because of All Might was able to heal his broken hand when he grabbed the... Oh, uh, yeah, you noticed that, yeah. too, that, yeah. like, w- when he, like, pumped himself back up, like, yeah. all of that shit went away. So he's probably going to be able to do that, um, too, soon. Or, not soon, but at some point. But I-, I liked the fact that, like, these last couple episodes were way more, like... Like, story-driven. Story-driven, like... Um, full hero base. Like it, it wasn't the students like coming together and triumphing over like an adult. It was like this was All Might versus the biggest bad that the show had. Yeah. Um, and like you hadn't really gotten to see like, like you'd seen him fight a few people, but you didn't really understand why he was the number one hero. Yeah. But then even when like the other heroes showed up, like the one who hates him the most is just like, dude, like yeah, the number two hero was like, dude, what the hell? And- like, do it. Like yeah, it was it was so good. I was just I'm so pumped about that scene. And I can't wait to see. I next think the the next episode is the last one of the season. I'm not surprised. Which is a bummer because last season was 22 episodes. This one looks like it's only 12 again or 13. I, maybe it's a mid seasonal break or something like that. It's it's anime. They don't do it like that. Yeah, who knows? Like they don't take mid season breaks. It's here is it's either ongoing all the time like Naruto was. Yeah. And they just take like the special breaks for like um like holidays, holidays and like events. Or it's, you know, twelve to twenty two episode seasons per year. Yeah. And like it's a bummer if we have to wait another year for like more. Yeah. Um I'm trying to think what I, like I I thought there was more stuff that I did or that I had to talk about. Um but I, I I'm I've been playing more Pokemon Quest. I don't know if you kept up on that. That's that's a neat game because I keep seeing online on like Facebook it says free to start. So I'm like, when when do I not get to play anymore? Like if it's free to start, there's a point where I have to stop, and I haven't gotten to that point yet. So, 
But there's such a grind to that game, it sucks. I'm sorry, what game was it again? Pokemon Quest. Okay, that's what I thought, yeah. but for some reason, it's... like, I heard Quest, but, like, it didn't, like... Yeah. Um, From what I hear, though, you can play the entire game for free. Yeah. Like, you can play through the entire, like, narrative of it, if that's what you want to call it, Yeah. without spending any money. I think it's just, you can't do any of the big stuff unless you pay for content. Uh, that's stupid. Because it's it's such a slow burn as well. Like it's just it's such a grind to be able to have enough Pokemon to do like the higher like the later stuff. Then like, like I'm halfway through the island and I have to grind to level up my Pokemon in order to do this stuff. So it's like such, I, I I'm not too big of a fan of the like later game stuff. But if it were a cell phone game, it'd be better because I'd be able to play it on the go, and it's supposed to be a cell phone game eventually. Yeah, but, like it definitely seems that yeah, way. But with it being a Switch game, like, I'll bring my Switch upstairs and set it off to the side so I'll play it first thing in the morning, and I'll completely forget. That's why I'm like, I really don't have any interest in playing, like, Fallout Shelter on the Switch, because I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna keep up with it. It's gonna be near impossible. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I think that's really all I did of note. I just watched some stuff on Netflix, nothing too major, BoJack Horseman and, uh, Big Mouth. What's Big Mouth? It's, uh, like, Nick Kroll, I think Nick Kroll made it or something. Okay. I don't know. It's one of those, like, raunchy cartoon comedies, but it's about kids going through puberty. Okay. I think, actually, I think I have, I, I that sounds familiar now. I've never seen yeah. it, but I, I think I know what that is. Yeah. Um, just trying to clear up my previously watched queue on Netflix. Luke Cage? Luke Cage tomorrow? tomorrow? No, 22nd, no, no. Friday. Friday, yeah. So, I don't know why I thought tomorrow was always, they always release those on a Friday. For some reason, I decided to start watching Glee. I watched, like, three episodes. And I'm like, I don't know why I'm watching this, but it's on now, so... I know Neil Patrick Harris is in a couple episodes. It's not bad. And The, the Flash and Supergirl are in eventually. Yeah. I don't it, know when. Like, it's not bad. It's just... No, it's bad. I I, I, I saw a it's chunk bad. of the first season. Yeah. It's a bad show. Yep. I mean... No. Yeah. It's bad. I, mean, I watched the first two seasons. It's bad. Like, a couple of the musical numbers aren't bad, but... They're still not good. I mean, it's definitely a tween show. Or a teen show. Like, it's absolutely not a show that a 30-year-old man should be watching. But I was bored and didn't have any idea what to watch on Netflix. So you pick Glee. Of all the content available to you. The thing is, I'm running out of sitcoms to watch while going to sleep. And I don't want to re-watch some so soon since last... You know that's bad for you, right? What? Going to sleep with with the TV on? Yeah. I mean, it's... It, it like, usually shuts that, off like an hour later. No, that is why you have trouble waking up in the morning. The like, bl- I'm dead serious. The blue light fucks with your sleep. Like, it, it's actually like they've done a study. There, there are actually like, the new version of Android actually has a setting in there. So, because a lot of people like are on their phone right before bed to limit the blue light so that you sleep better. Okay. Um. So, yeah, like having the TV on while you go to sleep is bad for you. Well, it's, I mean, it's the iPad, which is no different, but... No, yeah, but you know what I mean, like, yeah, yeah, having content playing to go to sleep to is a bad thing. Yeah, I know, I... Well, yeah, I, having I mean, something emitting blue light. It's, I I used, I, I started having, like, shows on because I wanted, um like, noise while I was going to sleep and... Listen to a, a podcast. Machine. When I was listening to, like, music, I would, it would just, it would stop too often. Because it would go to the next track, so it would have to load the next track. And even that 30 seconds would... Or not 30... Even a 2 seconds, I'd be like, I'm awake now. Because okay. the song stopped. Yeah. Why did right. the song here's, stop? Here's what... Download 
all six episodes of Dan Carlin's Hardcore History about World War One, they are th- three to six hours long. Or only listen to songs that are more than 20 minutes. I used to try to put on, like, like I would put on Pandora and just have, like, uh, uh, instrumental stuff, like classical shit. But even then, you have commercials that are going to pop up. Yeah, and it's, it's, no, Like, listen to like, The Decline by NoFX. Um, see, I can't listen to anything too exciting, or else I'm going to be too pumped, so I'm going to have to listen to it. In a God Vita. That's why I was like, alright, I watched uh, uh, Parks and Rec before, so I'll put Parks and Rec on as I fall asleep, because I don't need to watch this. That's true, so good on. that you have to watch oh, it. Oh, it's... I've got stories about that show trying to fall asleep. Well, we could talk about it off air, but all of the bacon yeah, and eggs. It's, it's yeah. Um, I was just trying to find something new to have on as I was falling asleep. And... I'm telling you, hardcore history. There, yeah. It's one guy talking the whole time. There is like no production in it, so there's no like, oh, here comes this like huge song as he's talking about some story. It's him talking about events that happened in World War One occasionally reading people's letters and like normally i can't deal with listening to just one person going on and on and on by himself except for dan carlin shows yeah the hardcore history is good and there's also one called myths and legends that is a similar thing it's one guy telling like store like like stories like like greek mythology and um the asian mythology and like all these just like different stories that you've probably heard bits and pieces of but like he goes into way more detail in it. Yeah. Um and it's just one guy like telling stories and like expanding on like like ideas from the stories and it's it's super soothing and interesting, but it's enough to like just space out and not always pay attention to. See, I'm just afraid of that because I might want to just listen to it and find out what the hell they're talking about. <laughs> I'm ridiculous when it comes like I can't just have fucking anything... turn off the lights and go to sleep. No, I silence freaks me out. Get a white noise machine. You can get them on your phone. You can I get a white noise machine on your phone. Plug your phone in, put a white noise machine, and just sleep. I mean, that might help. I'd have to try it, but I'm just, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I mean, I haven't really done anything too special over the past couple of weeks. Done. My, just lived life, pretty much. Not really. What about you, Drew? Well, I've played some more H1Z1 and NHL. Is that actually any, like, are you enjoying H1Z1? Yes. And like, it's kind of... Is it a survival ish? No, it's like it's like a battle, a battle royale. royale. But well, I, I, battle royale. But like, isn't it? Is that the one where like you actually kind of have to like? It's not like PUBG battle royale. Right? No, no, it's exactly. It's PUBG. oh, is it's okay. Exactly For PUBG. some reason, I thought it was a little more like survivally. Like you I, had well, to... so ori- I think that's more like original H one Z one. Okay, which is now called Just Survive. Oh, okay. I forgot that they had. Sort yeah. of, like, rebranded and split that up. Yeah, they split that up, and so this is H1Z1 Battle... I, I think it's just called H1Z1. It could be H1Z1 Battle Royale. I forget what the official title is. But Just Survive is, like, that original game with a lot more crafting. This is, like, literally you're just finding things and picking them up. Like, you're not crafting bandages, you just find bandages. Um, I personally vastly prefer the aesthetic... And the, uh, I want to say, like, the trajectory of the bullets. Okay. It's not hit scan. They have, there's bullet drop. You have to take that into consideration. So, like, if you're, like, trying to snipe somebody and, like, you're far enough away, you have to, like, if you're drawing for a headshot, like, you you aim aim above their head. You have to lead people. 
sometimes with shots and it it feels so much more satisfying to hit people with shots in that game than it does in Fortnite. that's not free is it yeah it's free oh is it yep and it's on ps4 yep i didn't realize it just recently came to ps4 like three weeks ago maybe that makes more sense then yeah so that's why because it's been on pc forever yeah and uh i saw action point the johnny knoxville johnny knoxville comedy loosely based on action Action park from the theme park in north jersey oh is that the one where like he's like the old man again and he's like telling his like grandson about his Uh, it's his granddaughter granddaughter about her mom Mm -hmm. because she's a complete like bitch in present day but like she wasn't always this awful human being yep okay uh you know i went in expecting more of a jackass movie but because like knoxville does his stunts in that movie yeah like all this they do all their stunts in that movie basically right because like chris pontius or yeah, somebody it, it's too right yeah it's just knoxville and pontius um but it's ac- actually like a really sweet story so like because he is telling it's really the story of like the teen the mom as a te- like late teenager so when they do like the flashback parts of it is it actually is it like johnny knoxville like as his like, yeah, yeah. current age self yeah. and then so like it, it starts in the house he's watching the granddaughter because she broke her leg and the mom has to go to a wedding okay so and like that's when he's like your mom wasn't always this way and then it goes to the flashback and so in the beginning like he's in like old man makeup a little bit like you can still tell it's johnny knoxville but he's aged with makeup and then he's like current age johnny knoxville in the flashback okay yeah. Have you seen it? I haven't seen it. I've I've just seen a lot of things about it. Um, he interviewed uh on the YouTube show Hot Ones. It's where they heat eat, eat the hot chicken wings, the exponentially hot chicken wings, while they're interviewing. Yeah. Uh, he said that this movie he got the most concussions and the most injuries. Oh, out he... of anything he's ever done in his life. Wow! Like they had to stop production for like a couple of weeks because of an injury. That Jesus! So that injury was uh. They have, like, this, like, basically luge-type thing that they you ride down on, like, this plastic car, and he launches over the side the one time, and lands completely on his one side, and f- apparently really fucked up his face, to the point where for, like, a week of filming, they could only film him from the one side, because his face was all fucked up, yeah. and they show in the outtakes at the end, like... He take, takes this fall and does not get up. And, like, everyone's laughing at first. And then the camera, like, cuts over to everyone watching. And they're like, oh, shit, he's not getting up. And, like, the medics run over to him and check yeah, on him. He's, I think he got, like, five or six. It's a, it's a shock this dude's still alive. Uh, yeah. With how many concussions he's suffered throughout mm-hmm. his life, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is kind of nuts. But yeah. it, it was cute. Like, I didn't expect it to be as, like, heartfelt of a movie. I, you know, I heard, I, I don't remember where, but somebody else was talking about that and they said the same thing. Yeah. And they, they kind of went into it like the same way you're describing. Mm-hmm. Like, they're like, I thought it was just another like jackass movie. Like it yeah. was Knoxville and Pontius. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't expect it to kind of be like heartfelt. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, it still has those moments and like they do like they're getting animals together for uh, a like a petting zoo area and they're doing stupid shit like 
putting nuts inside of Pontius's shorts to have a squirrel run up them and like dumb th- dumb jackass type stuff like that but like the story is actually like really cute and was really neat it's a shock that these guys are like 35 years old and they're still doing Dude, they're 35 they're like 40, 45 it's like, fuck i'm only 3 years away from being 35 th- motherfucker right, yeah yeah like, i will be 35 in whoa, 20 I- like it, I didn't think they were actually that old when yeah. they did Jackass. Knoxville is that 47. Was, all right. How old is he? 47. Okay. Also keep in mind, Jackass was fucking 20 years ago. Yeah, it came out in like 2000. Was I only nine during Jackass? Uh, yeah, I think so. No. So, so it came out in 2000, I'd have been 12. Jackass the movie was 2002. Jackass the TV show was 2000 to 2002. Okay, so yeah, 18 years ago. Um... Pontius is only 43. Okay, but still, that's closer to 45 than 35. I, it's, I just, I, I don't, I, I so, was going to say the, 35 to 40, I just stopped at 35, but I'm just like, it's ridiculous that they're this old, they're still pulling shit like this, and so, again, how is Knoxville yeah. still alive? So, Bam is the youngest, I, I, or at least the youngest of like the main guys, he is 38. Yeah. But yeah, like Knoxville is almost 50. It's ridiculous. You're not wrong. No. <laughs> But yeah, other than that, just crazy life stuff that if we want to get into, I that, don't know if we... That is that's your well, call. It's your call. I mean, I don't know if we want to do like the outro first or just here's a blanket like trigger warning, like especially, you know, I might talk about, some, I'm going to talk about some dark shit if we... How, how long are we into this episode, to be honest? Like two hours, two and a half hours, uh, two like, hours, 15 minutes? I don't know because I stopped recording and saved it again, so the timer started. Oh, fair. Like I, I won't be too long, but uh, trigger warning for people with depression, anxiety, that kind of thing. Like if you don't want to hear some dark stuff, stop listening about now. Go check us out on the website www.one-quest.com. We're on Twitter, you know, at one underscore quest. Uh, Instagram one underscore quest. The three of us are on Twitter, you know. Facebook.com Facebook, slash yeah, Facebook.com uh, slash one quest quest online. online. Look at you guys knowing this stuff. Yeah. Like, it's a little bit of a team effort, but you got it. <laughs> I I was waiting for him to uh say things and uh email us at social at one quest. Yeah. One dash quest.com. Bravo. We got this we don't need you. <laughs> I don't know. You have both looked at me before when I've had to, when I've rambled all that stuff off and have literally said, Boy, I'm glad I don't have to do that every week. I would do it every week if you wanted me to do it. I don't mind doing it. He actually but, um, said one time he was going to cut you off mid-doing it and continue. But, you know, especially with the recent celebrity uh, suicides, and particularly Anthony Bourdain, like, I didn't really care about Kate Spade. I'm, uh, I don't know who that is. She's a fashion designer. Yeah, she oh, made, I, like, per- hand purses and handbags yeah. and stuff like that. that. This is the first I'm hearing about her ever. Yeah. She died like two days before. Yeah. Anthony oh, okay. Like, they were the same this, week. Yeah, the same week as Anthony Bourdain. Oh yeah, no, I I did I missed that one yeah, completely. Uh, both committed suicide, and I've the last two months have been really weird for me, and there have been multiple weeks where I've been like totally in a I don't want to fucking come do this podcast because I don't want to be around people right now mood, but. Then I think about it and I come and I'm like, like, I'm like, I should go hang out with my friends, talk, not think about how shitty I feel otherwise. And there was one time, uh, 
right about two months ago now, where I thought about hurting myself, definitely not killing myself that time, but I just, I had slept three hours in a three-day span, and all I felt was sad for that three days, so I just wanted to feel anything else, and then two weeks ago today, I almost killed myself. Like, I had, I was in my bathroom with a knife in my hand, like, really thinking about it. I did a Google search, how many depression meds would it take for you to overdose? And that's when Google was like, nah, motherfucker, I'm not going to tell you that. I'm going to give you the suicide prevention hotline phone number. And, like, that's, like, all the links where we're, like, suicide prevention hotline here, this group, this that group, like... Which, like, good on Google's algorithm. Oh, yeah, totally. But, so... You know, I've been talking to people, trying to be more open when I feel like shit, and not just say, nah, I'm okay, don't worry about me, I'm not gonna come record, but I'm okay. It, it's more like, if I'm not gonna, like, what was it Was it last week where I was like, don't fucking let me not show up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you yeah. told us last week, just, whatever I say, make me come. Yeah, like... That's what she I, said, but I'm bummed. Hey. Oh. Yeah, like, last week, the wife got into a fight the night before, I guess it was Monday night into Tuesday... So it was all better by Tuesday morning. So, but that then dragged on me for fucking the whole week, basically. Yeah, yeah. And so, just on top of everything, it it sucked. And you know, as I've been more open, to, like I don't post shit on, at all, really, on Facebook anymore. But as I talk to whoever, like I was talking to Lauren Appleton on our office communicator at work today, like. You guys work in the same place? She also she's worked at TD longer than I have. I just I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know until well after I started working at TD that she had already worked there. Oh. She's like fairly high up in the call center now. But uh, she was like, "How are you doing?" And I was like, "You know what? I'm not going to say fine. I'm going to be like, listen, I've been shitty most like I've been mostly good, but occasionally really fucking shitty." And like she was like, if you or Sean, if you need to ever talk to either me or Sean, we're both listening. You guys both said the same. And like, it's hard to want to say things. Like when you're feeling that way, I'm sure like the last thing you're thinking of is like, I should go talk to one of my friends. Yeah, it's you know like it. It's it's hard. Like I and I'm getting choked up right now. But like I hate crying in general. Everybody does. You know, dude. Crying really cleans out your sinuses. Oh, it does. It does. It, it's it, it's the best quote about crying I've ever heard was from Pete Holmes. I'm sure I've said this before on the podcast. He says, "I love crying. Having a good cry is like vomiting for the soul. Like you just you feel like shit and you feel like so stupid for crying, but afterwards you're like, holy shit, I, that was neat. Like I'll admit, I think it was like last week. I had myself a cry because like." I was just really upset and pissed off and whatnot about things, and mm-hmm. afterwards, I'm like, why the fuck did I cry? Holy shit. Like, crying crying helps you sometimes. Like, as much as it sucks to cry, it helps you. It helps but you, like... Nobody wants to. Yeah, like, no, no, no. Like, 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 like no, matter how, no matter how much better you're going to feel afterwards, like, do, the, the idea the of doing it. The doing oh, yeah. fucking yeah. is the worst, and, like, I, I hate crying. I do always feel better after the fact. Yeah. But it's the during that I'm like, oh, this sucks. Yeah. I don't want to be doing this. And it's like we everybody has problems that they have to deal with, and like 
everyone's always here to help anybody with any problems. We're always here to help you. Mm-hmm. Just like, Cobb, if you ever had anything that you need to talk to, and for even all of our six listeners, <laughs> if you guys need to just vent out, if you need somebody, you got our Facebooks, you got our Twitters, you got our email, like, just, like, let us know, like, there's always help, and there's always somebody there that's gonna help you and gonna push you to do what's good for you, and it might be as something as simple as Googling how many depression <laughs> meds does it take to overdose, and Google and says... Here's the depression. Call this here's, number instead. Here's this number. Yeah. There's actually... It might not have as much of, like, an impact on you, but you know who Greg Miller is, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, because he's been on Giant Bomb stuff yeah, anyway, uh, if, even uh, if you didn't know him from IGN. Um, so, I guess a couple of years ago, like, um, like a fan and community member of Kind of Funny, like, killed themselves, and, uh-huh. like, I guess, like, they had interacted before. Probably. And, knowing Greg, probably, yeah. I'm sure. And, like... When he found out, it hit him really hard, mm-hmm. and he went on to their forums, which a lot of those guys don't really go on to their forums. Okay. And he made this very long post, like, talking about that and basically telling people, like, you're not allowed to do this. And it was just this, it was a really well-written, like, heartfelt thing that I've seen people in, like, other Facebook groups, like, share that link before to people that didn't even know who he was, just because, like... Mm-hmm. Like the idea and the message is is there. Like he 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 has it wrapped around like the community that he is a part of. Uh huh. But like like the idea is there for anybody that's like in one of those places. Yeah, and you know, like Walnut was saying, like I'm always open to listening to anyone who needs to vent about something. Like send it send it to the One Quest Facebook and. If I see it, I'll answer it and give you my personal one if you want, or whatever. I'm fucking fairly easy to find on the internet in general by by the fact of having a u- fairly unique name. Fortunately, I'm not, like, in- incredibly easy to find. Uh, I don't know. Uh, the person, the dad of the person I'm named after is a f- rel- was a relatively famous jazz drummer. Was it the Druten Brothers band? He was in it, yes. Okay, because when, when I search Druten, that is the first <laughs> thing that comes up in Google. That's a yeah. thing? Yep. The Druten Brothers band? Yep. What? Uh, and then, so, like, probably the second or third thing you'll find is Buzzy Druten, specific, like, his Wikipedia. Or that is like actually that. one, two, three, that, that is the fourth. Okay, fourth. What's two and three, then? Um, so, not counting the Twitter thing. Um, well, no, actually, that, that is a link, too, so it's the fifth. So it's a Tony Druton Twitter. Okay, so that's the brother of the guy I'm named after. Okay. Then Tony Druton's Facebook. Okay. Carrie Druton's IMDb page. So I don't know who she is. To- so Tony is a music exec in New York. Okay. So. And then um, he Buzzy al- Druton is the Wikipedia yeah. page. So, t- uh, Tony Druton also has the Twitter handle at Druton. And I'm like, fuck. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> well, whatever. It's his name. No. <laughs> yeah, it's your first name. Yeah. Like, that's my, that motherfucker's last name. Yeah. But uh So the the Carrie Druton is um a music person also. So she she might be like but like grandchild. So I don't know. So her first um her first her her most recent credits on um on IMDb are for um Brooklyn Nine Nine as the music supervisor for oh, nice. 112 episodes, which I uh, think is the entire does it, series. Does it say like give a where she was born? No, like, the bio is completely empty. Okay. Because if she was born in Jersey, she's probably 
in that family. Oh, wow. Yeah. She has worked on, to- she has done music for Parks. She was the music supervisor for Parks and Rec and Psych and The Office and Bates Motel and Master of None, The Good Place and AP Bio. Like she, she's fucking been music supervisor for everything. Damn. What's, how's our first name spelled? K-E-R-R-I. Okay. But to your point, like, yes, you are not as easy to find as I thought you would be. No, but close. Like, I'm sure the last time I looked, I was like the 13th Google result or something. If you know, the thing is, if you know, that's still first page Google. Yeah. If you know my full name, the like first and last name, like there's no mistaking it. And his last name is, I don't know if you want. Yeah, I don't super care, but whatever. Like, I'm not John Smith where you could Google me and find literally two million people with the same name. At least you're not Richard Sweeten where you get a murderer. Well, or three. He has a point. (laughs) I think one of them is like a child predator. I don't remember. I'd rather be considered a murderer than a child predator. Absolutely. I I think my name actually comes up on like warning list for Oops. flights. Maybe like, that's why you don't get, like, job interviews and shit. <laughs> they Google Maybe. you and they're like, what the fuck? Maybe? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, um, like, you did have a similar, like, build and facial features of the random crim- the murderer down in Texas that had your name. Well, like, you guys were both larger and had beards. I, but the thing is, I was only ever pulled aside for random screening, which I don't remember when I was 13. For flying back from Disney or something, I was pulled aside for random screening. I don't remember this at all, but apparently this happened. Um, but yeah. Uh, anyway, back to uh, let's but, stop diverging. Back to your original. Yeah, no, like discussion. Like there are people that care. Whoever you are, there are people out there that someone out there that would care if you weren't around anymore. So like, talk to, talk to anyone. Like. There are free resources, there are paid resources, like... There's even, there's there's, a, uh, there's a service online that, uh, I watch the Philip DeFranco show every day, Uh and he's been promoting, I believe it's called BetterHelp.com. Okay. It's a paid, I I believe it's a paid service, but I'm sure maybe you could get your initial, like... I don't know. But it's BetterHelp.com if you need to talk to somebody, like, and you don't want to talk, and you only want to text or something, there's those people there, there's... Mm -hmm. Prevention hotlines, there's us, social media, like, find an anonymous app where you just talk to random people and just talk. Yeah. People will notice if you're gone. Mm -hmm. And I'll admit I've had feelings of, I don't think anybody would notice if I walked away and never came back. But I know people would notice. After after the next day or two, I I know, I'm like, alright, maybe people would notice. At the very least, when Wednesday rolled around and we needed a place to record, Drew and I would realize <laughs> exactly, it. Exactly. Like, at, it might take a week, it might but take we would a notice. Week. Like, if I disappeared today, you guys might not notice till next I mean, week. It might be a couple of weeks, so we might just assume that, like, he was sick and wasn't responding, and yeah. we'd just record yeah. someplace else for a few weeks. But, like, if it went, like, two months, we'd totally catch on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's... I mean, for sure, like, a year. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's just... Everyone... You, like, you... You, everybody who listens, everybody who's here, you, and people will notice you. People mm-hmm. always do. They, you, you might not notice it yourself. So if you think if, if you're gone, no one's going to notice, they will. And if you get those ideas, if you get those feelings, let us know. Let a professional know. 
you guys can talk to me, and I'm assuming I can talk to you. Probably not Cobb, but I'm maybe more Druin. Um, hey, you're a little heartless sometimes. Not for something like that. I know, I know. I'm just trying to bring comedy into it, okay? Well, you're failing. That You're, you're, you're just being mean now. <laughs> I know. Um, God, it's one thing us telling you that we wouldn't notice if you were gone. It's completely different when you turn around and you're mean to one of us. I'm not mean to you. I'm just saying you wouldn't you wouldn't want to talk to me. Uh, but it's just there's always going to be somebody there for you. And just never think that you're alone. How are you doing right now? I'm okay. Like, last week sucked. The last few days have been better. Yeah, I mean, that, that's the thing. Like, things will always be better. Like, yep. even when things are at their worst, like, when things are at their worst, like, there's no place to go but up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you just have to kind of get through the shit to get to something and- good. Even if you have to find, even if you have to have to force that something good. Yeah. Like, and, and it's like, I understand depression as much as maybe Cobb, I don't really know how much Cobb knows it, but depression isn't a thing that really affects us as much as it affects you or somebody else. We only understand it to a certain point. And, but we, I at least understand that I, I know how hard it could be to do some of the things that like you would normally think is just simple to do. And even us saying, don't worry, grass is always green on the other side. Might not be super helpful all the time, but just us extending the olive branch of we're always here for you. It It's like, I mean, it's not like, but like the, the, the easiest like comparison I can think of would be like, it's like when you have the flu and like you're sick and you don't feel like you're ever going to feel right again. Mm-hmm. And then like, you know, a week later, like it's gone. You're not throwing up anymore. And you're like, oh, that's right. I can breathe out of my nose and the things I eat are staying in my stomach. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, like, very different feelings, but, but like... Uh, I mean, also, like, to that point, like, it is a sickness. Like, it's... Yeah. Yeah. There is... It's not in your head, like, and you're not always just going to be able to just feel better without talking to someone or getting help or getting medicine. Like, I, I went 22 years without... With just always being okay and not feeling okay with not being okay like and i'm only really now getting to the point where i feel okay saying that i'm not okay that i don't feel good which like that's a good thing that's yeah that's a step forward yeah it's always it's better to feel like shit and tell somebody than to pretend you're fine and no one know any better because like (laughs) Like, all those celebrities that have, like, killed themselves in the last, like, two years, like, like obviously, like, we don't know any of them. Yeah. But, like, it's always, like, it always seems like it, it was a huge shock for everybody, it's, even the people that knew them best. Yep. Because they never told anybody that they weren't okay. Like, Robin Williams has been coming up a lot lately, even, especially Pat, since uh, Anthony Bourdain and uh, Kate Spade was her name, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I've been seeing a lot more things about Robin Williams, and people were saying, like, he was a great guy. He was always happy, always making everybody laugh. Never made it seem like there was anything wrong with him. And he killed himself. It's like, it, it's just, it's, I don't remember. I don't really know where I was getting with that, but it's like, I mean, it, I think you were going for the, it's not easy to tell, like, yeah. that people feel that way. Yeah. It's, it's not always, uh, it's, it's not a physical sign. No. And people tend to, cope by hiding it Mm -hmm. and so you never know what's going on in somebody's life so even going as far as just asking somebody how they're doing every day might help them break their shell if 
that you think there's issues. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, still, ask somebody how they're doing every day. Just so like, oh, you know what? Let me actually, they actually kind of care. So if I am not feeling bad or not feeling good, I can tell them. And, you know, just with everything that's going on in the world now, like, in 2018 and whatnot, like, just fucking be cool to people. Like, fucking... Yeah, the world's a pretty shitty place right now. Yeah, like, just fucking be cool, like... I I don't know, Space Force. That's all I'm saying. No. (laughs) Just, like, you know... This is why you're the worst. Space Force. No. No. But, yeah, like... It's okay to not be okay. It's okay to not be happy every day. Cause you, like, that's just not really possible. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. if you feel like you need help, like, that's okay. It's okay to need help. It's okay to, you know, ask for it. Yeah, yeah that's, that's it, I think. I think yeah. I'm good. We had a good, good talk on that. Yep. Get to get yeah. it out there. Um, and uh, that's going to be the show for this week. Yeah. Um, weird to segue away from that and all <laughs> but uh next week is our 200th episode yeah um so that's kind of a big deal um it is also my birthday is two days later or three days later oh jeez, yeah it is isn't it so yeah fuck it's, almost, it's the fucking end of june already jesus yeah, my, christ my birthday is next saturday yeah i will yeah next saturday yep um i keep forgetting because i get off the day before because it's on the weekend or, like, I get off one, like, either the Friday or the Monday. Okay. I keep trying to think in my head, I'm like, is it Sunday that, is Sunday the 30th or is Saturday the 30th? But it's definitely Saturday. Saturday. Um, but yeah, next week will be our 200th episode, which, like, there are plenty of podcasts with far more episodes than that, but, like, they also are very large podcasts. Yeah. And, like, I am impressed and proud that we have actually managed to do 200 of these. Me too. This is the last episode. Now that you said that, this is the last one. We're never doing another one. We're not going to be able to get together next week and so on and so forth. I'll just Fuck record you. it by myself. Fuck you. We don't need you. I just need to come over here. I just need your house. <laughs> <laughs> See? You'd you'd break in. If I went missing, you'd break in just to uh-huh. record here. And then we'd be like, huh, Richie's not here. Weird. <laughs> He's probably out somewhere. He's probably out at some stupid trivia thing somewhere. <laughs> Not um, that good at trivia. I, I've noticed. <laughs> Mr. Fucking when trivia crack was the thing for everyone, and you were posted, oh, I'm so good at trivia crack, and then I was like, motherfucker, you've <laughs> never played me, and then I don't think you got to get a single fucking question. That was the problem with trivia crack, <laughs> yeah. was if when you played somebody else, there was always that chance that like they would just run the table, essentially, and then well, you didn't get y- a chance. You were allowed to get up to four on your first attempt. Yeah. You always then, got at least one go. Oh, that they yeah. did do it that way, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. But, like, I would get my one go, and it would come to my hardest subject, and I'm like... And then I would go, what? Yeah. Yeah, like, I, like, I had quite a few games, like, both ways, where, like, it would just, like, it would land on the right subjects for me, and I would get to run it, and, mm-hmm. like, just as many times, if not more think, often, it was the other way around. I think one time I went up against him, I ran the table for the first four... And then it wouldn't let me continue. Sent it to him, and he cleared it for me. Right, because if this, if, when the second person goes, don't they not get stopped? I I don't remember. They don't get. Yeah, I think that just... might have been what it was. Like the first player had to stop at four, but the second player could actually answer all of them. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Um. It was something weird like that. Yeah. It's been a long time since I even it had has. that game installed, let alone played it. Anyway, um, as th- these two said previously, um. You can find us at www.one-quest.com. 
Uh, we are on social media, social at one-quest... Fuck, that's the email address. Um, <laughs> you can email us, social at one-quest.com. We're on Facebook, facebook.com slash onequestonline. On Twitter and Instagram, we are at one underscore quest. Our YouTube channel is youtube.com slash onequestvideo. Uh, our podcasts, like this one, are on all the normal platforms, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, Spotify. Um, just search us on your favorite app, and we should pop right up. Um, and otherwise, we'll be back next week with episode 200. Yay! And just remember, somebody cares. Yeah. Bye. See us. Oh. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>